I miss? Did I miss? Well, like I'm 10 minutes late here. Did I miss anything in the songs? Or, but I was home. You people. missed nothing tonight. All right. Righto, good people. The good punters of On The Road Radio. You're ready. You're keen. You've heard a little whisper. You know a couple of things are coming up. We're, <laughs> we're working on uh, a very important guest today, <laughs> tonight. So thank you very much, good listeners, for joining us on the road radio. Fantastic it's, stuff tonight, isn't it? <laughs> it's going to be good. It's going to be I was going to read the number out. 0491-825-633. Now we've got questions. And who have we got questions for, Mr. Mike Williams? Well, I'm not allowed to go all fanboy, but apparently... Out back truckers legend, Mr. Steve Graham, is going to be joining us <laughs> live on the radio this evening. Now, I have been after my old mate uh, Yogi here for about, I would say, two years. Oh, to get the, pandemic. Graham. Okay. <laughs> the pandemic shut us down. We couldn't do anything yeah, in the, the pandemic. The pandemic shut us down. Yeah, 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 yeah. The pandemic. Yeah, pandemic. Well, we, we can blame the pandemic for it. Um, I've been saying for, for a couple of years now, Yogi, 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 get me Steve, get me Steve. And he's going, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah leave, it with leave it with me. <laughs> leave it with me. <laughs> Tonight, we're going to be calling Mr. Graham and having him on the show. So, going to be a few questions. But ask the uh, listeners just to sort of keep their powder dry for a little while. Give us a few minutes to ask Steve <laughs> a few questions and then look, we'd encourage you to ring in on 0491 825 and, uh, you know, participate in the show. We're looking forward to it. But yeah, we've got a lot of stuff to well. talk about because, Dave. Or text in as well yeah. if you've got a question. Yeah, text text we've got a lot of stuff going on because the Brisbane Truck Show is on yes. next week. Um, we've got, what have we got? We've only got like five days to go or something. Yep. Yep. I can work out where my damn mouse is. There it is. Look at that. Can you, yeah, so uh, keep on him on track, isn't it, sometimes? Hey. So. Four days, 14 hours, 48 minutes, and 27 seconds is the countdown. Right. And uh, we're up there. In there. And uh, we got a and Wednesday night live this week. We have got a monster Wednesday night live. On oh, oh, we're jumping Just out of there. Four into this one. Well, that can be all in the same room. We'll all be in the same room, so we can hurl stuff at each other in person for a change instead of getting our other after. Oh, oh, ladies and gentlemen, you think Steve Graham is big in the trucking world? Tune in Wednesday. Wednesday, uh, <laughs> Wednesday live. I'm so looking forward to it, mate. Oh, it'll be so great at the Brisbane Truck Show. We'll, we're we're hey? looking for we'll, we'll be there together at the Brisbane Truck Show. All of us will be floating around. <laughs> I'm working with Next Journey. I'm on the Next yep. Journey stand. You're hoping to park yourself in the plough in. Uh, just over the road from the convention centre. Just walk straight out the front door and go over the road. I'll be where okay. the is. Right, okay, cool. So that's where that we, is. We, we're trying to get we, we're trying to get interviews with general trucking people. You know, yeah, we're trying to get it done. We're, we're, so so we would love if you've got an opinion, good, bad, or ugly, and you see a microphone, don't hesitate. 
Come on, good people. Come along. Come along. So uh, Craig's going to be wandering around, and that, I'm going to have a bit of a wander around on the exhibits. Rose is going to be there giving us a hand. Colette's going to be there giving us a hand sometimes. Amanda's yep. going to be there as well. So all six of us that are involved in this are going to be there. The girls might Correct. duck off for a coffee or a facial or something like that at one point, I suppose, because yeah. they'll <laughs> get sick of looking at the trucks. But that's oh, all right. We'll still be able to do it, won't we? Well, 100%. We'll be able to do it. We'll be able to run run some interviews, run some photos. Yeah. And we must emphasise next Wednesday night. Tune in. Yeah. yeah. Next Wednesday night. We'll, we'll hit socials. We, you'll know it. You'll remember it. How, yeah. how are we going there, Tech Guy? Have we got the man on the, the phone? Yeah, no. Not yet. We don't. Okay. He just texted me. He's hooked, he's, he's got a, He's hooked up a road train in Midland and he just texted me saying, nah, so I'll shut the truck down. I'll shut the truck down, will he? <laughs> all right. So if he shut the truck down, he's serious. All right. You better get him on the he's, phone here, Tech Guy. You better get him on the phone now, Tech Guy. Yeah. Before he runs away. Before he starts that big KDA 19 up again and gets yeah. going. Well, hopefully we can get him in here. Oh, you ready? Are you ready, Mick? Are I'm you... ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Straight in live. G'day, Steve. Hey? Good, mate. <laughs> Steve, you're Graham. actually live, mate, with uh, Craig, Yogi and Mike. Hey. How are you, Yogi? Oh, good. Thank you, Steve. Welcome to On The Road Radio. Where are you? Much... Where, oh, where am I? You there? Hello. Oh, don't Hello. tell me we've lost Yogi. Are you there, Hello. Craig? I'm here. How are you, mate? Good. Sorry, you can't, you oh. can't hear Yogi, eh? No. Uh, what about Mike? Matter, I'll talk to you. If Yogi can hear me, well, good day, Yogi. Oh, we, we might be able to fix that in a, in a moment. Can, can he hear me? Can you hear me, uh, Steve? Yeah, I can, mate. Yep. Yeah, it's right Mike on. Williams, mate. How are you? Jeez, we've left, yeah. left Yogi out of the scene. We've eh? left Yogi out. What about now, <laughs> Yogi? Can you talk, Yogi? Yeah, I, I, are we back? I can't believe I can't hear you, Yogi. No, oh. me either. I'm not, I'm not I can hear myself bouncing back. <laughs> ah. uh, we might We're have having to... a small technical issue by oh, the sound of joking. it. We might have to bring Yogi on a different line here, eh? I reckon you will. Right, are we on air? Are we on air, fellas? Yeah, yeah, we no, are. we're absolutely, absolutely live, Steve. We make all of our mistakes live. That's what we do. That's how we roll. <laughs> we, uh, no we much get started. Yeah. I better be careful. I better not swear then. Ah, oh, well. Oh no, you, you, you're right, mate. I, I let go with the magic word there yeah. a couple of weeks ago. I'm still waiting for him to come and get me. But yeah. Right, oh, we just cool. um, try to get Yagi back on this other line. G'day. How you going? You're a yep. Yogi from Candle Truck. We're not Candle getting Trump. him on there either. So, anyway, Steve, we'll, we'll try him, him back here in a minute. Yep. No worries. But uh, anyway, Unbelievable. we'll just, um, what, what have you actually um, been up to today, Steve? I believe you've been um, loading a few mate, trailers there. Yeah, we've been absolutely flat out. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I got back from England. I think Yogi's trying to ring me on this phone, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, anyway, look, fellas, here. I got back from... I was fortunate enough to be invited over to the Peterborough Truck Fest uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And it yeah. is, the, you know, it's, they say it's the biggest truck show in Europe and highly likely there were over 3,500 trucks there. And, mate, the crowds of people, it was unbelievable. 
and um, they really love us Aussies, most of them anyway. They were really good. They love talking to us Aussies, and they really and truly are really interested in our road trains and our heavy haulage stuff, mate, you know? Yeah, right. they, they sort of can't get enough of it. It's and, big, big news overseas, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And, and if Yogi can hear me, because Yogi's been yeah. there before are, with me. Are you in here, Yogi? Yeah, I'm here. I can hear. Yeah, we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, hello. Welcome back. Oh, yeah, you're good to talk to you, mate. I was going to say bad G'day, things mate. to you. I know, Steve. Thank you very much, Steve. I was just saying there before, thank you for coming on the road radio. And, and I was listening to, to Truck Fest at Peterborough. And now, how did you go? Did, did you did you end up getting a decent feed when you got home? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no offence no offense to the Poms, but the Tucker's a bit, um, yeah. But... We fought that last time, didn't we? But yeah, we did. But but um, yeah, anyway. it, no, the tr- the show was really wonderful, Yogi. I was just telling the boys that, um, and there was plenty over there said to say good day to you, Yogi, um, and including Todd from Ice Road Truckers, who was the other half of the meeting and greeting team with me. Um, you'd recall Todd, Yogi. I do. I recall Todd. So remember when we when we went out there a few years ago, Steve? It was actually thirty degrees. Was it warm? It was- it was, wasn't it? Now, Yogi, don't tell anyone this, mate, but when I was over there, I went out and bought some thermal underwear the first time in my life. The first day at Peterborough, <laughs> right. mate, I froze. And, 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 you've, and you've slept in the desert. Exactly. Second <laughs> yeah. and third days were right. The first day, I was crying from the cold. Really? That cold? And we, we, had, we had a water fight, didn't we? Didn't we were we bailing water from... One pump to another, and then I pinched your water, and someone unloaded water onto me, and I really all of, yeah, come back to me, Steve. All, all of that, all of that, Yogi. Yeah, when we're doing yeah. that crane job, the crane job. Oh, the crane job, the crane. We had a crane competition. So they know how to do it over there. So there was a hundred thousand people at Peterborough. So I'd imagine if three and a half thousand trucks, there'd be over a hundred thousand people there walking around. I would think so, mate. On especially on the. Um, on the Sunday, said they had a bank holiday on the Monday. They had a long weekend, and um, yep. you know, mate, it was uh, it was chockers. So where where do we find you now, Steve? What are you doing, mate? Are you back? Are you settling mate, back I'm, into the groove? I'm back, and I'm back to reality. You know, I instantly as soon as I got out, I was, I got home at three o'clock in the morning, and my phone rang at seven, and I was into it. We've just loaded. Um, 14 trailers since yesterday uh, morning, about 10, 10 o'clock yesterday when we load, loaded 14. As a matter of fact, I'm up at Ricky Rawlings Yard in Midland right now. Ricky's helping me out with this job. He's got 10, he's got 10 of them on it. Um, Ricky's a good well, lad. Ricky's a really iconic Western Australian truck operator and, and one of the cleanest fleets you'll see anywhere is Ricky Rawlings Yard. Yep. And uh, as you know, he does my dog runs to weave. And anyway, he's... Helping me out with this job, thank goodness. Um, actually, this is a job, Yogi, for another. Um, this is that we're doing a film cruise shift. So it's, it's all filming equipment again. Yeah, right. Way to go. Any idea what they're filming or where, where are you going? Where, where are you going? Are you, are you allowed to tell us? Well, I, I don't know if I am or not. I, we won't. But it, it's a little. It's going to be a little a comedy, a thriller, comedy, horror, something or other uh, called Populations oh, yeah. Eleven. If I get in trouble for saying that, I'm in trouble. But it's it's going to be filmed. Well, you're running there. You're only telling us. It's only us couple here listening to it, mate. All good. Don't worry about it. Uh, where where are you going, bud? Where where's the where's Derby. the move? Derby. Derby. 
Derby, Yogi. I'm going to beautiful downtown Derby, or as our friends in Peterborough would say, Derby. Derby. What now? Have we got a road report running north, Steve? You, uh, you, I know you've been away. You've been flying around in different lounges all around the world, but uh, do you understand that the road's open or closed or, you know? Uh, it's uh, it's a bit how do you do around Willaire. They tell me that was all washed out, those levee banks and that road going into Willaire, um, the, the bridge there. Um, but it's accessible now. It's still... They can they, you can break up road trains and get them across at Fitzroy. Not that I have to go that far because I'm only going to Derby. Yeah. But um, you can get road trains across at Fitzroy, breaking them up. But um, yeah. the, you know the, the the repairs to the the proper major repairs are going to take some long time. Don't know how long, Yogi. What uh, how, now that leads me into another question. How was it running a triple across the Nullarbor? Yogi, that was one on my truck at list, mate. I ticked one off the truck at list. You know, when I was a kid, I thought, I wonder what it would be like to run a proper Northern Australian triple across this paddock. And I got a, a real proper buzz big out of it. That, that was cool, you know, 53 metres long, 62 wheels on the road. And have a look, you know, let's get into it. Yeah, it was good. Rolling through Penong, rolling through Sejuna Waverley. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine the bearded wonder at Sejuna would have made his eyes light up. <laughs> he'd been sitting was... there looking at that, he'd have been going, ooh. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of truck going through there, 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 a lot of wheels. That's a lot and of trailers. Was, yeah, it was really cool. And, yeah, well, I had... Um, you know, a few 20-footers and, and uh, half a dozen 10-footers containers on. And, you know, it looked like some bloke came up to me and said, you're the longest truck we've ever seen. You've got seven carriages on. I said, no, mate, they're different size containers. But, yeah, no, there's a, there's, there's a few. <laughs> well, you obviously haven't seen those Kalari ones out there. They're quite a long setup as well. But, yeah, they're, they're, they're big. Yeah, they are yeah. big. Yeah. It was, it was good cute. of the national blokes. It was good of the NHBR to come on board and... and, and you know, issue those permits just, you know, for the sake of the floods and for the sake of keeping Tucker moving into the Kimberley and and, and the Northern Australia. It, you know, it had to happen and, and they didn't stuff around, you know. It happened fairly quickly. It was organised and, and a lot of us were doing it. Yeah, yeah as, we, as we well know, we've all watched the show and, and me included and I've, I've been a fanboy of yours for a long time, Steve. You know that. <laughs> we, we, know, we know you cast uh, building supplies and we know you cast you know, construction equipment. So it's um yeah, it's fantastic that you managed to to get a permit and get across and get get it moving, get the country back rolling. Wouldn't have been much of a challenge though, surely. Uh, well, it was a bit of a challenge, you know, dealing with and so and there's some some of the manners down there in the paddock are a little bit different. They're sort of halfway along your third trailer when they yell out coming round you, mate. You think, Oh yeah, yeah. I'll back off, I'll back off if someone comes over this hill in front of us, fellas. Yeah, yeah, they sort of don't realise that you're quite... Well, I wouldn't be expecting three trailers, would they? No, there's a couple of them got tri a bit tricked, but anyway, we backed off and got them in. It was all right. The job was done. How long did you run across there, Mike? Three and a half years, Rose and I ran across the paddock in Sydney. Yeah, so we understand the, the etiquette of the paddock. And, oh, yeah. and, and you're right there, Steve. Well, people just... I come round, I come round. Whoa, 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 hang on a minute. Yeah. Settle down, settle down, Bethel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We, we can't well, my, my, old trailers, my old trailers made the news during the week on Channel 7 in Perth. Oh, that's not ideal. What did they do? They, uh, well, uh, the uh, the fellas who were driving the uh, driving the truck were 
caught on the wrong side of the road and my dash cam overtaken two other trucks and running the car off the road. And oh, um, yeah. someone, someone sent it to me and said, oh, do you recognise those trailers, Mick? And I looked at them and I thought, yeah, I used to tow those. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was so... I found out I had a bit of a chat to one of my former colleagues there this afternoon who was working for the company. And uh, he said those two fellas have had the DCM, so they won't be back behind the wheel over there. And um, yeah. the uh, the police here in New South Wales and the police in Western Australia want to have a bit of a chat to them. And I think they've got yeah, a few and questions. Yeah, fair, fair enough too. Fair enough. We've all got kids and grandkids and family. We don't want maniacs oh, yeah. out there on the road. Mm. This, it was disgraceful. I, I, it was disgraceful. There's no excuse for it. And uh, anyway, so yeah, they got the DCM. One of them, apparently, one of them piped up and said, "Well, if he goes, I go." And the bloke that owns the business here now said, "We'll see you later, then, both of you." Yeah, well, so, Yogi, Yogi said that to me once, and he came. Did he? When, he, when are you yeah. coming again, Yogi, to Peterborough? We'll have to think about it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me and Steve have had many a long conversations about the the industry and and yeah. what we think. And I I think I have pointed out that you're the reason we've got log books and and way bridges and all oh, that, Steve. And it's all his fault. And 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 your and your dad Yogi and a few of those other old blokes, you know, like you know. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, yeah it was a, well, it wasn't just pointing the finger at you, Steve. I mean, you know, Mike Williams here as well. I point the finger at him too. Oh, Craig's I'll not that old. The tech guy in the background, he's not that old either. So I sort of half point the finger. And I, I, I'm innocent. I've done nothing wrong. No, no. Well, I have been known to actually bend, bend the odd rule from time to time. I, it has happened occasionally. Very rarely, I Very rarely. Hey, <laughs> uh, uh, ask... Yes, Steve. Go on. One of the RGR boys said to me uh, today, the old W model, old backtracker was parked in the in the side there. He said, what's that? I said, it's a project, mate, but she's still got a good motor in it, 525 um, KTA, and she's only done 400,000 Ks. And if you're game enough or stupid enough, she'll still do 162 kilometres an hour. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, backtrack. Well, can I have that? Can we do a deal with that? Do you want my black one? I'd, I'd, I'd trade and give me black one. You know I would. You know, yeah, no, you're, no, you're not allowed to do anything with the black one. All right, the purple one. No, the black the black one's under in forty ton raiders. I can't sell the purple one. It's only it's only a dog run of the purple one. It's only ninety ton raiders. It's not good enough to see. So, yeah. no, you got to keep no, you, you got to keep PJ, mate. You got to keep it in the family. It's a bit like the old backtracker. Yeah, yeah. So when you go buy you yourself to... another toy, go go your hardest. But that black one's coming over here. Oh, well, hang on. We're having an arm wrestle here. Let's not talk about this. But, you know, I uh, you in the bedroom at home when the kids are going to bed. So, right, anyway, right. Steve, like, so where, where are you Are you out and about now, Steve? Are you loaded and going? Or are you, yeah. Yeah, I am, mate. I am. As a matter of fact, I'm going to have to get going in a minute. Um, want to get yeah. out of here. They're looking a bit sideways at me about shutting the yard. But no, I'm, um, yes, I'm going. Um, yep. And, uh, yeah, Derby, like Wednesday morning unload. I've got a bit of time up my sleeve, but I need to get up the road a bit, you know? Can you, oh, sure. just, for the, just for the listeners, bud, can you say how far yeah. is Derby? Brooms are 2,200 and something, so another 240, 24, 2,500 k's, mate. Yep, and that's only basically three-quarters of the way up the coast in Western Australia. It gives you a bit of an idea, you lot, out in the east coast. I'll be, up there, tomorrow lunch. be up there tomorrow lunchtime. No, we won't be up there tomorrow, lunchtime. We, we don't. 
Mike, now you've run across here in the West. We don't do a lot of that in WA. So he wants to get out RGR. You'll get out around Woburn. You might have right. cooked up a steak and have something. I've seen it on the TV. Go to bed and get yeah. up in the morning, which is what everybody does. Isn't it? They get north of Woburn there, find a yep. little spot, fly yep. in there, go to bed, and then get up in the morning and do it all on the Sunday. So, Why wouldn't you? You're dead yeah. right, Yogi. Well, and if it's too crowded and too silly at Woburn, I'll just go to bed anyway. I'll find a spot over the back and go to bed and do it in the morning. Yeah, do it well, in the morning. That's the West Australian way, you know. So you're not home for Mother's Day, but that's okay. Yeah. No, Kath will be good with that, I'm quite sure. She's got her boys. I'm quite sure they'll be um, doing the right thing by their mum. And, um, yeah, over. I hope, hope everyone else does the right thing by their mum. So do I. Mother's Day tomorrow, well, I've got to ask, soon as how you're going to get going, Steve. I'm, I've been after you for an interview for about two years, and Yogi's always been saying he's going to do it. So when you get when when you get back home and you get five minutes, can I get Yogi to give him a phone number and we'll we'll do a ring for the uh, do an interview for the podcast and the radio show? Is that all right? Certainly, mate. Yeah, that's not a problem. Yep. Because I've been a big fan for a long time, and those old KDAs. I was down down in the yard here in. Uh, uh, just down the road from my yard here in, in uh, Port Kembla. And uh, Carl Goodfellow, who I've met, uh, one of the guys from Razorbacks, got an SAR with a big KDA in it. And yep. uh, I'd love to talk to you about it and uh, wouldn't mind getting a bit for the bit for the podcast. It'll be really good. No no and, worries. Uh, when you say Goodfellow, is there any relation to the Goodfellows in South Australia that used to run out in the Pit and Jarrah lands? Mate, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you with any degree of honesty. Um, I'd have to ask Carl. I'll take that question on notice, mate. But, yeah, because uh, I used to smile at him on the store of his truck. He had good fellow and dad. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Rather yeah, than good fellow and son, you know. He had good, good fellow, fellow and dad. I thought, I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. Yeah, no, they, they do some cool stuff. Oh, I'd love to have a bit of a chat with you and have a talk about how you get on up there. I've seen I've seen you up there bong sometimes, mate. I would just hang my head and cry if it was me. I really would. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you do it. I'd love to find out though. Oh yeah. No no well that'll be good. We'll have a yarn. If you blokes are, are right, I I will get into it. It's been really good to yeah. talk to you. And uh, yep. I'm one uh, I'll say one more thing, Steve. My mum Yes my mum says safe travel, Steve. She's just texting yeah. your eyes Safe travels, thank you, Steve, from Tina, my mum there, okay? Look, let Tina know. Thanks very much for that, mate. Appreciate it. But she's, and, uh, she's a long-term well, listener, mate. She's always listening. <laughs> so, yes, she'll be hearing you. So, yeah, she's, she said... Thanks for your time, time, mate. Appreciate it. We yeah. really hey, do appreciate just, it. Just, just one thing, Tina, if you're listening, give Yogi a bit of a churn-up about dump, dumping his washing on you every time he comes home. He could say hello. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, mate. You go to work, all right? <laughs> right, right fellas, thanks for thanks, thanks for very much, Steve. Yeah, good, good on you, Steve. Okay. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Well, there you go, Mike. You didn't um, fall over too much, did you? <laughs> no, no, I didn't get a bloody chance. I thought you might have gone oh, no, to water then. No. Right? Absolute. Uh, so a couple, couple of times I've been out. Uh, mum's, mum's just sending me a crying, laughing emoji. Um, so there's a couple of times we've we've um, we've been at different places with Steve, and he's had a chance to to guest speak. So when the hundredth episode of Outback Truckers was on, he he spoke in front of 100 and 200 people um, about Outback Truckers and about what Outback Truckers has done for the community and tourism. 
and it's fantastic. The bloke can hold his own yeah. talking on the two-way, talking at Woobin at the Roadhouse or talking to, you know, the mayor of Perth. Yep. It doesn't matter where he fits in. He's just he's just a sensational bloke to talk to. And, and, and we appreciate that little bit of time we got today. And it's probably a little bit of a wet, a little bit of a taste tester, a little bit of an appetizer that we will get him back and, I, and we will make the connection and uh, and stuff like these. These are stories and, geez, it'd be nice to have a little avenue to write a story and uh, put some a media out there about him, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? It would be nice. It would be nice. It would be nice. <laughs> well, it was great to have him on. We might yeah. just go to a bit of a cheer, eh, guys? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Right, eh? Well, um, all right now. That's the song. All right, right. Do, yeah. you know, do you know who uh, who was responsible right. for that? Oh, God, I can't bring. I can't. I, I, yeah, I, I can hear it. I can hear the lyrics in my head. But I can't think of the artist at the moment. Is that Elvis? That's yeah. uh, right. Be Stevie, Stevie Vaughan or something like that. It'd be. Oh, well, it could be, yeah. but it was in a band called Free. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Free. Yep. Okay. Yep. Oh. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Never heard it. Just never heard it. Um, well, oh, no. it's it's 80s, late 80s, early 80s, mid 80s, 80s.
percent. Well, that was all right now by free. Mike, Mike, you jumped the gun there. I did. Yeah. I'm good at that. I've been told I'm premature a lot. Yeah. A bit uh, got a bit confusing, isn't it, when we say go silent? Well, it's not something that I do real well usually. <laughs> Just can't but shut up. Completely taken by surprise. Mm. I, uh, I I struggle to be struggle to be silent sometimes unless I've been taken completely by surprise. Mm. Yeah. There you go. There you go. So what's what's your big news now? Well, we're just talking about the truck show mm-hmm. and things like that. So, I mean, obviously, we're going to be there. I'm going to be tooling on the on the way up to Brisbane on on Tuesday, and I'm going to stop and see some bloke and his mad misses on Tuesday night, mm-hmm. and and then I'm going to drive into Brisbane on Wednesday morning. Yeah. And we're going to be having a little bit of a, a meeting with some of our sponsors there, and, and Queensland Rail are going to come and visit me and, and give me some merch to give away while we're there. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we're going to sort of have a bit of a bit of a muck about. We're going to get ready for the epic Wednesday night live show that we're going to do. Yeah. And uh, basically, glad hand a little bit, go around and, and meet a few people. The boys from New Zealand Trucking Magazine are going to be flying in and uh, New Zealand Trucking Radio. So we're going to be there having a bit of a chat with them and uh, trading a few stories and sharing a few notes. Yeah. And I expect I expect that we'll, there might be a cool beverage consumed in the afternoon. Uh, but we do want to keep our heads pretty straight for Wednesday night. Yeah, pretty straight. Yeah, and so then Thursday morning at, I think, 9 o'clock or something, we've got the media walkthrough, so we're going to go down and pick up our passes and and wander our way through the truck show, and then she'll be on. The truck show will be on. The gates will fling open and the masses will descend on the convention centre and the HBIA Brisbane truck show will be underway. And you will have been able to release this big news before that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we've got to do it beforehand, mm. and uh, <clears throat> obviously we'll be able to talk about it freely then, won't we? So it'll be good. We will. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah, so it'll be Looking great um, broadcasting from our our room in the in the towers there at um, looking over South Bank. Yeah, well, I know that if we're doing it from your room, we'll be looking at the towers. If we're doing it from my room, we'll be looking at the brick wall. Yeah, right. Did you happen to book the one with the brick wall view? No, you did. Uh-huh. You did it. Oh, well. You, you get that when you ask someone else to do something for you. <laughs> I just said, oh, well, while you're booking yours, will you book some rooms for me and Rose? And you said, yeah, yeah. No worries. Yeah. And I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. We'll let you come over to our room and um, have a look over <laughs> the river from time to time. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's generous of you. I know, I know, very much so. Yeah. So, any other great stuff you've been doing this week? I noticed great we've, stuff we've, we've released a few things into the station there that have we been have, playing away. Uh, we had a show today, the history of rock and roll. We did, and it went a little bit long. Did you when make it, a slight error in judgment there, or I, I, I made a boo boo. Right. <laughs> I did. I, yeah. I did make a boo boo. You're right. Did I, you not uh, realise there's only sixty seconds in a minute? Yeah. 
Yeah, I did. I, I, I failed to re- realise that there wasn't 120 seconds in a minute, only only 60 seconds in a minute. Yeah. Anyway, um, it was a great, great show. I'm not sure if anyone else listened into it. Um, yeah. I certainly well, I, did. I listened. I listened through to it. Some of it was a little bit. Some of the music was a bit funny, but I mean, it's a whole, it's a whole show. It's professionally created in the states. An old mate, uh, Wink uh, Martindale, presents the show. He's a pretty, it's a, it's a funny name anyway, Wink. But um, Mr. Thoreau, the guy that produces it and researches it and everything, sent me a lovely email and and welcomed us to the team and and that. So, and I told him I'd, at Australian Trucking History sort of country music show, it'd be it'd be interesting. And I, he laughed, and I think he was just indulging me. But yeah, mm. anyway, there you go. Yeah. yeah. No, that was a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, so that was great, great conversation there with Steve. It was. It, I really enjoyed it. Unfortunately, I, I thought he was going to stay with us for an hour or so. I didn't realise he'd been was loaded and heading up to uh, up there to Derby to Derby to Derby with the with the show stuff. Yeah, it, it does it amazes me on that show, the Outback Truckers, to watch what they go through and how they they're just so resilient in what they do. If um, yeah. if you saw that happening up the Pacific, there'd be trucks parked everywhere and blokes walking home yeah. catching a flight. Yeah, yeah that's right. So, yeah, but it's uh, cer- certainly um, yeah, you, you got you got to have a bit of constitution to be doing that sort of stuff. Oh mate, I've I've been watching Steve on Outback Truckers for years, you know, and like I said, I've seen some of the situations he ends up in. Mm. He doesn't willfully just head into it; just somehow sometimes happens, you know. And if and if I if I got as bogged as he got bogged from time to time, I would probably just sit down and spend half an hour crying. Mm. And then obviously there's no one else to. I mean, you either get yourself out or you stay there. That's your choice, you know. Yeah. So you'd have to you'd have to just get yourself out and do the best you could. And it's just one of those things where I suppose it's a it's a certain sort a certain sort of bloke. That does that. I mean, it's a certain sort of bloke that does what I do. It's a certain sort of bloke that you know, does the sort of trucking you do or Yogi does. We're not all the same. We all sort of really enjoy doing different things, you know. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I'd I'd love to have a go at what Steve does, right up to the point where I'm a bum the ass, and I wouldn't love it anymore. <laughs> yeah. There's, um, <laughs> you know? there's no fun in it there. No, no, there's no fun in it there. I, mean, I was quite happy driving those big road trains up in the Pilbara right up to the point in time where I blew half a dozen tyres in a trip. Yeah. I didn't like it much after that, you know? Yeah. No, it's mm. uh, certainly certainly a man of great constitution. So it was great to talk mm. to him tonight. It was. Yeah. And I look forward to interviewing him for the uh, the podcast and the radio station down the track. Like yeah. I said, it's one, of, it's one of those things. Yogi and I have talked about getting him... You know, uh, uh, to do an interview with us for ages, but it, Steve is sort of in and out, and he keeps a pretty low profile. And you go to ring him up, and it's oh no, mate, I'm on the way back out. See, you. I can't do it. We'll see. You. We'll see you next time. You know. Yeah. And of course, you you sort of don't think about it, and then next time comes around, and you know, it's one of those things you just sort of. It's like going to talk to a mate of yours on the phone. You're going to ring him up, and then you realise it's ten o'clock at night. It's too late to ring him up, and then you forget about it, and you can go for weeks. So. Or when you do it at goes. quarter past eight and someone's in bed. Well, that happens too. It that does. happens too. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't know that happened too. Oh, well. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you have Good a big part. week. 
Who goes to bed at quarter past eight on a Friday night? This little black duck sometimes. <laughs> all, all in preparation for Saturday. All in preparation for Saturday. Four days, 14 hours, 12 minutes and 30 seconds to go till the doors swing open in Brisbane, mate. Right. So you are, you are excited about this, aren't you? Mate, I am so excited. What do you What do you want to see? What is the one thing... Is there one thing that you want to just you just going to rush up to and you're just going to look at? What is it? You know, cab over Kenworth. Oh, God's sake! You're a tusk. <laughs> you're a sick, sick, sick. And I only man. say that because I know it makes grinds your gears, doesn't it? That one. Well, it doesn't really grind my gears, mate. I've, I've owned more cab overs than bottles of trucks. Let me tell you that. Yeah. I think I've owned a well, owned a Western Star that had a bonnet on it, obviously. Yeah. A, a T six hundred Kenworth that had a bonnet on it. A a Mac that had a bonnet on it. But I owned a, a Magnum, no bonnet there. No. Two Argus, two Argus's, two one oh fours. Um yeah, they no, no, not a lot of bonnets on those. No. So you, uh, that's oh, where you'd be going to that had a bonnet on. No. That's where you'd be going to then. No, 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 no. I'll be going. I want to see the Mac made out of Lego, mate. That's the thing that. That's the one thing. Yeah. Of all the things that are there, I mean, I want to see everything. Yeah. But the thing I want to see, the thing that I want to see more than anything, is that Mac made out of Lego. Right. Because I cannot believe that you could just put that many Lego bricks together. Did you watch that show, Lego Masters? Did you? Oh, I must Lego say, Grand just Masters or whatever it was. Haven't really gotten into that. Um... Haven't you? It's probably on too late. Well, I don't see it's past your bedtime. <laughs> no, it's fascinating to me, you know. I mean, look, I, I love Lego. I always loved Lego or you know, blocks or Duplos or whatever you want to call them when I was a kid. Mm. And, uh, you know, I used to make, make things out of it. But it amazes me. When Rose and I were in Japan, we went to Os- we were in Osaka there's a big Lego shop in Osaka, and we went to the Lego shop to get some Lego kits to bring home for presents for the kids because you can buy Lego fairly reasonably in Japan. Mm. And we went to the Lego shop. You realise that, that adults are not allowed in the Lego toy part of the shop without a kid present? Really? Really. You're not allowed to go in the, where the display is, in the in the, uh, in the display Display part unless you've got a kid with you at Lego Land in, in Osaka. Really? So, no, fair income. Absolutely fair income. You can look through the door, but you can't go in. Yeah. You can go into the shop where you buy Lego, but you can't go into the big display area where the where the models are. I see. So, I was watching something in there this morning in um, in Dubai. There's big yeah. theme parks there, and one of them's Lego Land. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. No, I, I haven't yeah. seen the Lego Masters, but the Lego truck would be very interesting. The Lego truck would be interesting. Have you got Have you got the uh, the phone number for the uh, the minister for potholes and 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 road houses and things? Well, I do have. Yeah. Why, why, why don't you give him a ring? See if he wants to join us this evening. I I, I I've just got a message. I I said I just said well. I sent him a text message. I said, "What are you? You're busy. I've got a few questions for you." Mm-hmm. And he said, "For sure, you want me to ring in?" I've, I've gone. Uh, well, I'll just tell him to ring in, or you, are you want to ring him? Oh, we can see if we we'll ring him and see if he wants to join us. 
Yeah, he's there. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just tell him we're going to ring. Jeez, the technology we have, eh? You, we're going to ring you. Oh. He's just read that. He's read it. I can tell you, he's even read it. Oh, you, you, and, and is he's, this... he's answering me. Said he's going sweet. Is there this? There you go. Um... So call, call is this on your new phone you've got, your iPhone, it is, mate. iPhone 77 it is. or whatever it oh, is? My, my iPhone 5001. Do you know, they're only up to 14. Yeah, that's it, yeah. It's like Samsung's up to 22 or something. <laughs> I, I don't know if that, if that means a whole lot. <laughs> Did you make anything? Hey? Oh, dear, oh, dear. But they're certainly a lot further in front, eh? They so. are. Look out, there you go. That is, mate. <laughs> Great. So we've got Glenn Stirl on the phone. Yeah, just be, be careful, Glenn, because we are live on the air, mate. Oh, right. You're G'day, Mike. How are you, mate? Oh, I'm all right, mate. I, I wanted to find out how you went. I was like, well, you know, and there's a story here on the uh, on the internet that you may have had some interest in, and I thought, well, we'll, we'll get the Minister for Potholes and and uh, road hours as long. I was going to say something else then. <laughs> <laughs> well, you normally do. Just remembering that we are on on the on live here, Mike. I, I, yeah, I just remember that we're on live. I won't say the other thing. Potholes and troughs, anyway. And uh, the, the <laughs> and I just wanted to see how you were going, mate. See how you went on the run because I was supposed to be out there with you, and instead I was. Feigning injury over here on the East Coast. Oh, yeah, mate. Well, firstly, mate, I've, I've been listening in, so you've got the good drugs. You, you're doing yeah. well. <laughs> I am. I am, mate. I am. I've had Rose brought me down a cup of coffee and I'm Absolutely brilliant. We're on the road to recovery. When you told me it was going to be a few weeks to, for recovery, I thought, well, I don't want to burst your bubble, mate, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a long <laughs> yeah. one, mate. And for someone who's been sidelined myself in the last 12 months, I've I tell you what, you're yeah. doing well. You're up and about. That's the main thing, mate. It's a good luck with that. Yeah. Mate, I had a ball. I had, a bo- I had an absolute ball. Right, eh? So what happened, mate? You took three up there. You swung three. Yes, mate. My mates at Centurion threw me a brand new SAR. They'd only done about 4,000K, mate. So they told me it was 18 speed. By the time I got back, I reckon it was only 12. But anyway, no, it was going great, mate. There was no weight. It was absolutely fantastic. Uh, yeah. had a ball, got to Fitzroy, and uh, I ended up um, breaking up the three, but then there was another road train there, and they said they needed a hand. And in the end, I think we broke up about eight or nine trailers and plugged them all back together again. I was absolutely shattered by the end of the day, mate. But all good. Can't yeah. complain, mate. Beautiful piece of kit. Uh, the mattresses went down a treat, mate. A lot of desperate people up there. And I know, look, I've got to say, I know there's the shit that goes on Facebook about the rock front and I know because it was my yeah, truck yeah. getting hit with the rock, I'd be on the warpath. Mate, no mistake about that, mate. But you got a couple of rat bag kids and, yep. uh, you know, the other 4,000 people in Fitzroy aren't rat bags, mate. So, no, so right. it went well. It, it went well, mate. It was great. Very much appreciated yeah. it was for, from the crew in Fitzroy. Yeah, and uh, I'll be looking forward to doing it. We, we are going to have to make a time, mate. It is going to have to happen. We are. The uh, furniture run won't happen, mate, because they haven't got any. They haven't got any houses. But we'll we'll be doing another load of beds, Mick. So don't worry about that, mate. You'll get the uh, you'll get the shout out. Yeah, it'll have to happen. It'll have to happen after after August, I reckon. I'll be back behind the wheel. They're telling me. Good, so, good, mate. You will you be dying early? Quit. 
we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what's going on. I'll be looking forward to get out and have a look over the bonnet again. Been a while. Yeah, I tell you what. I tell you what, mate. You got that fear, you know. You. You get you know in the first couple of weeks you go, oh, this is great fun. You own bed, home cooked meals, getting looked after. <laughs> and then you, you know, mate, I had all those years away and I, I love it when I get out there. And I got home, got home on Friday, I think it was. From, yeah, Friday. Yeah. And I said to Fiona, I said to the boss, I said, you know what, I can handle two days off and just do a quick one to broom on, on Sunday, uh, Monday. She said, Well, good luck because you're going to Canberra on Sunday. <laughs> so I went from thirty four yeah. degrees to minus one. All right, pleasant. Awesome. We just had Steve Graham on, mate. He's just just snapped a few together when he's taken some stuff up the derby. So, I yeah, will tell you what, I, I, mate. You want to see the damage on the road? Pull around yeah. the lair. Wow, we he copped yeah. it all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It can be a few years before that's fixed. He was saying that Willard was looking a little bit ordinary. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, was, mate. I can't imagine. Well, look, I do know because the old mate at uh, Go Go Station. Phil Hams, he sends to me every couple of weeks. The uh, they got all the meters on the on the Fitzroy, up in the yeah. uh, on the Fitzroy and the and the Margaret, and they've yeah. got all the gauges all the way through to Luma, right through to Willera. And he sends me, you know, how much water's been coming down this year alone. Uh, yeah. He sent me the figures, uh, and it was fifteen point six just this calendar year, fifteen point six Sydney harbors. And yeah, and right. a couple of there's about six of the uh, six of the meters that have gone out since the flooding. That's a lot of freaking yeah. water. Unbelievable. A lot of water. Yeah. Yep. 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 And they've got. And I took a photo of the bridge. I went down the other side that look because they've they've uh, uh, made a crossing at the old Fitzroy crossing. So from the time you break up one trailer at the uh, BP Roadhouse till you get to the new laydown area on the other side and back, oh, it's over half an hour. You know, so if you take yeah, a tree right. across on your own, it's a fair bit of work. But they've done a great yeah. job, and there is just to see this steel. You know, I mean, it was only a single lane bridge, was not the point. To see it mangled the way it is, you sit there and think, you just can't imagine how much pressure was coming down that bloody river. Mm-hmm. But they're putting in a good news to the trucking industry is that they're putting in a uh, another level crossing uh, right next yeah. to the old bridge. They reckon that would be finished in about two weeks from last. Wednesday, and you don't have to break up. You can drag the three through and up the other side. Yeah. But there's a lot of damage done to the bank. It's frightening. And and the worst part, guess what? In November, December this year, we'll be probably facing it again. Mm. Yeah. It's one of those so, things, though, know, it goes on and on and on. People don't realise how the northern part of the country gets drenched every every wet season. I mean, I've seen it over on the Vertican. And, and up in far north Queensland when I've been working up there. I haven't seen it up in the northwest of Western Australia, but I've seen it in Queensland. And it's just amazing the volume, the sheer volume of fresh water that goes down those those rivers. Just just yeah. crazy. You just cannot cannot understand. I mean well, yeah, yeah. makes you wonder about the Bradfield scheme. I'm, I know you probably can't comment on that, but I just can't understand why it's never been done. But uh, well, yeah. It's one of we'll put it this that, way. Yeah, sorry, Mike, I cut you off. Keep going, mate. No, no, you're right. I was just going to wax lyrical about the Bradfield scheme, but it doesn't matter. (laughs) Pauline was on the Bradfield scheme. Pauline and Malcolm were... were, uh, Senator Hanson and um, Senator Roberts were very keen on that. But uh, I just look at the West Australian side, you know, and and I first went up there in 1980, so I've been over that 
diversion dam a few times, I can tell you. Uh, but I can't remember. Don't hold me to it, and I don't want someone ringing up and saying I'm full of shit. But it was, it's about every 28 minutes, Perth's yeah. daily water usage gets flushed down the ord. Think yeah. about that every 28 minutes. And that's just yeah. water going out to sea. And yeah. you do think to yourself, my old mate, uh, Ernie Bridge was a member for Kimberley. He was a uh, Aboriginal man from Halls Creek, lovely bloke. Back in yeah. the 80s when I was trucking, he came up with the idea of, you know, uh, piping it down to Perth. And he was a Labor minister and he got poo-pooed from, from, from arsehole to breakfast by all the legends, all the experts on his own side as, as well as the opposite side. And, you know, you think about that. He said it should be shipped down. Now, Mike, you've been in the Pilbara. You know, you just got to yeah. add water to that pin down and you can grow any bloody thing. Mm-hmm. And That's he talked right. about diverting it off to South Australia and putting, you know, agriculture and horticulture. And then they, they, they virtually just belittled him. I'll tell you what, mm-hmm. to this day, I still think he's a legend because, you know, all that water going out the bloody sea, what a waste. Mm-hmm. Well, they say they can't do it, but I mean, they, they pump water from Perth out to bloody Kalgoorlie. So Did that in the 1890s? Yeah. <laughs> I they mean, do all that. we still do it. Well, we keep pushing yeah. population growth, so at some point we're mm. going to work out how we're going to grow more food. Uh, anyway, well, well I wanted yeah, to... I'll tell you what happens. You get all these, these I'll be, I will be respectful. All these people. Be careful, be careful. Be careful. <laughs> I'm having a beer watching the footy, so I'm not wound up enough yet. Oh, but uh, dear, uh, dear. all these people that espouse to being environmentalists and green-loving, you know, um, happy clappers uh, that, uh, you know, uh, don't want to, uh, you know, they, they're happy to see this water go down the Ord. And for those yeah. of you who have been up there or know that, the Ord is a typical river in the Kimberley. It, is, it has been made to be bigger and bigger each year because there's been a constant water flow of that water going down. But crikey, I mean, throwing it all out to sea like that. Um, and, you know, they talk about the wetland and all that. Well, you know, you can still have, you can have both. You don't have one or the other if it's done properly. But unfortunately, we're not having that common sense grown up conversation at this stage. Mm. Well, well they never really take a bit, do don't they, in those schemes when they do take a bit for irrigation. It's, um, yeah, anyway. Well, they're doing it up there, all stage one and two. Mm. Magnificent. Yeah. Do you want to get up there and have a look? It's absolutely brilliant what they're doing. Yeah, it's one of the things yeah. on my bucket list is get up there for a bit. Well, mate, talk to me nicely. I'll meet you up there and I'll score you. Right, eh? <laughs> that a, can be dangerous. Out, look out. Have they got a pub <laughs> yeah. there? They've got two there's, pubs. There's, there's, there's a pub up there, mate. I, I reckon that the uh, on-the-road on the radio, uh, on-the-road podcast team need to go on a fact-finding mission. Sounds <laughs> the old river. And, uh, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I dare you. I'll tell you hey, what, we'll have a hoot. Go on a fact-finding mission and we'll just go out there and look after some trucks. It'll be a great, be a great tax dodge. We'll get the senator to sign off on it. The ATO won't be any the wise. It'll be great. Like everyone says to me, why don't you use the government credit card? And I just sit there and think to myself, oh, my <laughs> God, the gov- what government frigging credit card? And it's, it's the same as they reckon I get this massive super. But anyway, there you go. Now, there's a challenge. You should come over, you blokes. Pick a time. Yeah. It's still in the in the dry. I'll come up with you. Yeah. What, yeah what's no. what's the what's the best time of the year there, Glenn? 
Mate, anyway, our May, June, July, August, September, beautiful. Just yeah. not January yeah. or? Just not January. Yeah, just, <laughs> just not January. No, 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 no. I was up there. I made the fatal mistake. The player yeah. comfort level's not real good at that time. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're dead, you're dead right there, mate. You don't want the meter. You, you lose the meter. I was silly enough to do a run last, well, not last, uh, not last year, the year before, in about November. Oh, 40 oh, odd no. degrees, but it's frigging, oh, it's just so damn impressive. But no, no. Oh, oh there he is. Come along, boys. I'll meet you up there and we'll have a bit of fun. Yeah. So when's your next run-up to the Fitzroy and that, Glenn? The Marawarra Warra Aboriginal Corporation will let me know because um, they're distributing the beds. So probably, I'm having a guess, it won't be till about September-ish. Okay. Uh, Like, like, you know, like they've got, there's a fair bit of work going on. So they lost 92 homes and, and everyone says, well, why aren't they starting to build homes? Well, not quite that easy um, because what they're doing is they're building a camp about 15k out of Kitchener on Plum Plains. Yep. And Rio Tinto uh, donated a, oh, I don't know if it's a 40 man camp or a 40 dongers. Anyway, it's one of the two. Uh, yeah. And that's where all the workers will be housed. So they've oh, got to get I. that camp. I went out to the site, I had a look. They're, they're miles away from getting that ready yet. Uh, then they've got yeah. to get all the workers uh, uh, set up there, and then they'll uh, start rebuilding the home. So it's going to be, it's going to be. Oh, I think there was a conservative estimate of about three years before it'll be fixed. But hopefully, hopefully we'll do a run around September. I'm in their hands, but there'll be no furniture going. But certainly, if there's more beds needed, I cleaned the shed out of the warehouse I've got down in Perth for beds, mm. and I was in there yeah. today whacking a lounge suite in there that someone donated. And uh, crikey, there's about another 40 beds are there already. So you know, yeah. we might stretch out Walls Creek and see what happens. Give everyone a hand. Oh, ben, right just on. for the Great listeners. Work. Oh, yeah, but just for the listeners, because there's, there's a few people that like to have a crack at me because we're giving things away. We, we, we've only given things away. The first triple I took up there was um, for victims of domestic violence, the old people and the kids. Then I've yeah. entered a um, economic, and, and this is the sort of stuff we need to do. A, um, a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A uh, business where the Aboriginal corporation will um, sell the gear, not give it away, sell it. So local people have to have some skin in the game, so to speak, do a bit yeah. of work, whatever it is, and you know appreciate that uh, things don't come for free. And I like that that social enterprise. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and while we do that, like we do in Kananara at Revive, we have the opportunity, we give the opportunity for Aboriginal people to go and get skills in fixing furniture, painting, welding, all sorts of stuff. So they get employed, yeah. people get cheap furniture, not for free, yeah. and we keep yeah. it out of the landfill. Well, it's not, a, it's not a hand out, it's a hand up, and no. I think that's a much better way to yeah. go. Yeah, um, these three trailers were definitely a hand up. No, uh, sorry, a handout. Definitely a handout yeah. because they lost their homes. Mm. But uh, yeah. no, we're moving into that space. Oh, well, where, it's no different you know, to what we. No different to what anyone else in, anywhere else in the country would expect you to do. It's what you do. You help a mate out. You help your, help yeah. your fellow uh, citizen in. That's what you do. Well, I'll tell you well, what, Mike and Craig. The, the sad part is that my my mate at uh, Bedshed, uh, Don Bantock, lovely guy. He owns the Aussie Park and Midland stores. Yeah. So Bedshed have got this uh, uh, this deal 
where if you buy a certain king size or queen size mattress and if you're not happy within 60 days, they'll give you a freebie, yeah. replace it. So you know right. what most people do is they lay on the bed for six days, three days or something like that. You know pretty quickly when you don't like a bed. So then they yeah. say, oh, no, don't like it, try another mattress. Well, the mattress that they didn't like before yeah. um, they found out what I was doing used to go to the yeah. tip. Wow. Yeah, into landfill. Yeah. Gee whiz. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with them. But, you know, some of these mattresses are three and a half thousand dollars. That's crazy. Really? Yeah. Done below Belinda yeah. Trout to the tip. So, yep, yep, to the tip. So anyway, that's where um I think we I think it's a wonderful thing we do. And not only that, I get to play with I get to play with the odd SAR. Mm. Well, yeah, that uh, Centurion have been behind you for ages with that though, haven't they? So, yeah, right. yeah, they have, mate. Yeah, there's a couple of ACFS, Port Logistics. Arthur Zaneros yeah. was my first one. He, he's a fantastic supporter. It started in Kananara. Yeah, yeah. but uh, Centurion have, mate. They've, they, you know, they've been really, really good on that stuff. Yeah. And they, you know, uh, they're good. They, yeah, they throw the good gear at me. I get a little bit yeah. sooky, you know. I don't do the mercs. <laughs> a brand new <laughs> truck. That's that's a fair commitment for him from him, isn't oh, it? He, but, he, but his own young bloke stitched him up with a truck up there not long ago. So, you know, it's all right, well, I'm dead and it's yes, got no bloody air conditioning in it. Yeah, that's, that, yeah, no, no, yeah, that's right. I had the brake problems. But, uh, yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah, I, I can't complain. I, you, just, you know, I've put out a shout out to everyone who helps. But you think about it, this guys, they throw a fuel cart at me as well. So they take a brand new truck, three trailers and two dollies out of the system for a week. Yeah. Um, that's no mean feat, and, and and then they throw a fuel cart at me. And yeah. you guys know better than anyone the price of diesel, and mm. do that over was it for four thousand six hundred k or four thousand eight hundred k? Yeah, it gets a bit pricey. It's not just around the corner. No, 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 it's not, mate. Hey, hey I've got to tell you, gee, you'll love this one, Mike. And yeah. I don't know if you've done the road from Newman to Headland Craig, but uh, I've had a bit of a, I had a little bit of a soup. Wrote a few letters to the minister here, and she wrote a few letters yep. back to me, and it was it was cordial. At the same time, you could read between the lines. She was telling me to go bite me bum, but anyway, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. should see the roadworks that have been done. Magnificent, oh, right, eh? yes, mate, yes. All the uh, and I was very, very, very happy that um, uh, most of the way from Oski to Headland, bar a few patches here and there. Those six-inch, eight-inch drop-offs are gone. There's another mm. metre and a half on each side of the road. Wonderful. Yeah. They moved that bit of tram track. Are they going to fix that bit of tram tracky bit up just the other side of the overpass north of Austin? No, that, nah, that still puts you through the friggin' roof, mate. No. <laughs> like, come on, mate. This, it is 2023. Let's, let's work it out. We, you know, sorry, we, can't, sorry. we can't do too much work around the railway lines to upset the uh, miners. Watch your mouth out. I still sit there. Mate, I listen. still sit there, honestly, and I say this. Whoever was the politician who ticked off on those railway lines going across our major freight route need to be taken out the back and smacked around the ear. <laughs> yeah. A robust mm. conversation behind the bike shed would be in order. Yep. With, with, uh, anyway. with a small lump of 42. <laughs> yeah. We're on the same so way. You've got, you've, got 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 to, you've got to see it to believe it. It's got little, like some little troughs in it because obviously it's got a little bit hot out there at some point because it never happens. Yeah. And, and yeah. it's got a little bit of a bit of a, like a trough in it and a bit of a swoop to the left. So if you don't line yourself up properly, it'll send 200 and something tons heading towards the pop line pretty quick. <laughs> That's ridiculous. 
done it a couple of times. You know where it is, but the first time you hit it and you don't know about it, it, it gives you a heart in the mouth moment. Uh, so don't yeah. worry. The, lover, the, the rather round lady with the big pearl necklace, her, her crossing's not that great anymore either. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I think oh, we know who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> you, know this, you know this was the same person. This was now. Now the truckies out there. The, I tell you what, you, you you should you should get you fired up. I remember in the West Australian, she took out a full page ad. I wish the Christ yeah. had kept it. A full price, a full page ad in the West. This was around the mining, uh, the mining tax blue. Yeah. And uh, and she and she was calling for economic free zones. I remember it vividly. And when you read into it, she was bitching on about. She can build mines in Africa um, yeah, to create employment. Remember, yeah, remember this. So why does she have to pay exorbitant Australian wages? Why can't she do what she does over in Africa or wherever? I'm not sure it was Africa. Yeah. Yes. How yeah. dare the Australians want to be paid properly? Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but, I'll get off that hobby. Of course. I think I think you should. I think you'd, you'd be on safer ground if you're not not talking about that. Yes, oh, particularly yeah, not to fire Mick up because it's hard to stop him. Yeah. Well, no, I, well, I've got to tell you, no, no, listen, Craig, I'm on your side here. Now, I'm going to have a crack at you, Mick. I, my, my, you know, young Benny who works for me, he said, I think Mike's yeah. got him. I think he's a bit pissed off. He, and you said, have a look at a minute with Mick. And I said, what's it about? He said, the road user charge. I said, <laughs> this will be good. Gee whiz, you were fired up, Cobber. Did you, uh, did, did old mate Jim hear what I had to say, did he? Did what, mate? Did old mate Jim have a listen to what I had to say? Jim? Who's Jim? Oh, Chalmers. Oh, oh. Well, I think, well, well, he should have, mate, because I look forward to my minute with Mick, and why shouldn't he? I, t- I tagged him in it on purpose. Being sarcastic. Yeah. Uh, probably not. Unbelievable. Mate, I, yes. I, well, I wasn't going. I wasn't going to come at you about the road user charge. I thought I'd leave you alone, but since you made me no, the ball, I got to throw it. I can't. You know me. I don't hide in that duck and dive, mate. There yeah, you go. I, look, I was waiting for a smoke. I, I, I think that if old, old mate Jim said he that he can't see it being passed on to the uh, the general public, if he thinks that businesses that are running on two and a half percent margin aren't going to pass on increases like this. When a sneeze puts the price of diesel up, then I think he's, I think he's, um, well, I don't think he's playing with a full deck if he thinks that it won't happen. Well, I've got to tell you, mate, I didn't hear that comment. And when yeah. I read what you, when I heard what you said, I was, and I, I said, you said what? I seriously yeah. didn't hear. And I'll tell you what, I'll leave with me, Chinny. Christ almighty. Now, we're going to have the arguments. We get pinged all the time. And you know where I stand. Any tax and any cost of the trucking industry, I'm fired up about. But it just, yeah. and I've said to a lot of people during the week, you know, and, it, and it's, you know, it's it's six, uh, what, what was it? Six percent each year for the next three years, which, you know, say it as it is, it's over five cents a litre in three years' time. That, yeah, that's a cost. Right. But I've got to say, but I'll say this. I've, I've read all the articles. Um, I hate it when we get charged. I reckon we pay our own way, but everyone reckons we don't. And it just yeah. fires me up that we're not going to be able to stop. We can't stop governments coming at us. We know that. But what we can do is we've got to get cost recovery. Yeah. And I was well, talking to a well-known... Yeah. yeah. So, sorry. Full, full sorry, cost no, recovery yeah. is the only way to go. I mean, yep. if, uh, if, if um, 
Bob McMillan was on here now, he'd be the first thing he'd say, well, full cost recovery's got to be the way to go. And I said that in my minute with Nick. It was actually two minutes, actually, but... Uh, yeah, know. it was. <laughs> I can't count either. I can well, maybe I could be a treasurer I can't count. He's, well, he's, he's, uh, you know. are you fuming that much you can't talk, Mike? Or mm-hmm. Sorry? I said, are you fuming that much you can't talk? No, no, I'm good at the moment. I'm, I'm, I feel quite calm. You know, I, well, always, I always, I always enjoy talking to. What was that? Sorry, Sorry guys, I was just saying that. Yeah, I was, I was saying that. You know, and, and I'm, I'm reading articles. You know, and yeah. I'm reading commentary. But I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll say this: When is the trucking industry going to stop apologising or using it as a cover that right. we don't, there? you know, we can't put the rates up? Because yeah. it'll have to flow on down, you know, to the customer. Yeah. Of course, it's got to flow onto the bloody customer. Why should we pay it? Well, it's the only way it can yeah. happen. We'll just have to welcome Yogi back here too. Yeah, g'day, oh, gentlemen. Dear. Thank you. Barrow, we're back. Righto, polls are on. How are we going Saturday night? Well, Senator Stirls joined us for a bit of a bit of a chat. Yogi, we've done Fitzroy, and I've just been racking him up over the road user charge. Oh, yes. yeah, way to go, isn't it? Just more tax on the tax on the tax on the tax. Yeah. Few <laughs> yeah. taxes going on. I don't, oh, I, don't expect, I don't expect. I don't expect the senator to answer that question. Do you realise that they all have to talk? And he's got to stick to the talking points, Yogi. Don't, don't be too. Don't be too hard on him. No, I didn't. If I was sticking to the talking points, I would have said, "Oh, geez, the trucks are damaging the roads, and someone's got to pay for them." But what I will say, what I will say, is that, uh, my God. The roads are in a terrible state at the moment. But anyway, I, you know, I, well, uh, I hate charges. I'm just saying let's use our energy to make sure that yeah. we've got to get the minimum standards so when these well, things happen, we just pass it on up the chain yeah. or down the chain, pass it to the customer. Well, I, Pretty simple. We, we do tend to use the cheapest method of road construction in the world here, the spray sealed method, and, and we all know that, that that's to be true. A lot of the roads are built that way. There are sections of our national highways that aren't built that way. Um, I had Jenny Atchison on the phone yesterday, uh, Glenn, she's telling me that they're going to finally have a go at fixing that bit up down at Maroolan. So uh, that'll be interesting. But uh, she's a lovely lady. Carol and her went and welcomed some new pilots into the stream the other day. That was pretty good. Good, and, good. Well, they only just got their feet under the desk. And, you know, I, I yeah. must say that I... Really was wrapped when uh, Chris Minns came out and John Graham and talked about making Sydney a truck-friendly city. And I really hope that that comes off. I really do. Well, but I'll, uh, I'll leave this. Yeah, I mean, I'll let you guys tell me where the Sydney, where the where the truck bay should be spent. And I certainly hope they make a a proposal, put a proposal to our committee. Mm. Yeah, well, we do. The, uh, the difference, obviously, in New South Wales is that we have three individuals that are ministers for the various things, obviously, Joe Bailey and uh, John Graham and uh, Jenny Atchison uh, hold the three different portfolios. Jenny's rural roads and uh, Joe's the minister for transport and I can't think what John's title is actually, but there's three of them together and they, and they uh, basically were in the in opposition in those portfolios, so they've they've come in and they've got a good understanding. At least they've hit the uh, hit the ground running, so to speak. 
but Good. there's been a lot of briefings. And she said that she said to me today that, or sorry, yesterday when I was talking to her, that she was surprised um, that there were some things with the way they were, but that you know, they've had a few briefings and, and they're starting to get on top of things. And she told me that this bit of road, the, the entries and the exits on both sides of Maroo and are a priority and they will be fixed before the end of the year, apparently. So Jeez. that's... Well, it's yeah, well, it's a hard, it's a hard sell to go through Maroo and get put on the shaker when the road just shit out there, dropping. <laughs> like just shook you to bits before you got like, there. You literally just been shaking to bits driving into Maroo and he had shaking to bits driving out of it. A bit <laughs> well, of a hard sell. I did say to her I'd get her a ride through there in an aerodyne because I know a bloke who owns one, and I'd get her a ride through there in an aerodyne. But she just had to make sure she booked a chiropractic appointment afterwards. <laughs> Oh, about six of them in gold, and they'll be she'll be fine. So yeah, <laughs> she said that she didn't need to go to the chiropractors. I didn't know. Well, I didn't know, but she was actually involved in coaches and things like that. So she's got half a clue. So that's all right. Oh yeah. Hmm. yeah. It's good. To anyway, let me feel on a bit sidelines. We're talking about local politics here in New South Wales yeah. now, mate. I've got, some, I've got some photos on Facebook. I rang you up in your role as the Minister for Potholes and Roadhouses and, and various troughs. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> why does <laughs> everyone ring you up when there's a dirty toilet in a roadhouse in this country, mate? What did yeah. you do? Yeah. You created you know, one across your own back. I tell, um, no, I'll tell you what, I'm spewing, mate. I, I'm spewing because, you know, it started with the COVID. And yeah. I thought, oh, okay, we'll just fight while the COVID's on. Christ almighty, it hasn't stopped. Mm. And I'm thinking to myself, my, it is, it is, mate, crater the monster here, but someone's got to do it. We've got to do it. Got to have no, some of these photos. Good. Gee. Hey, but I've got to tell you, it ain't much better. No better up north. It is yep. just right. shocking all the way through. Yeah, how was your trip up there, Glenn? It's, uh, We've yeah, done that bit, yeah, on the wheel, We've done that bit. It was all about me, mate. I'm telling you. Me and the yeah. SAR. It was fantastic. I said to the boys, yeah, they told me it was an 18 speed, but I could only find 12. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They're all in the box. You'll be fine. <laughs> no, real good, mate. Actually, it was good to get up. It was good to get up there. Good to see, you know, from yourself the, 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 the way that bridge is written on. It's not good. But, you know, you can actually appreciate across the amount of water that went through there but i've got to tell you yogi the road around well there is uh boy gee whiz there's some damage there but i've got to put a shout out i'll put a shout out here main road's done a great job they've done a magnificent job we well we just had steve on previous before you and he was sort of saying the same thing that he was a bit worried around well there and a few things going on but he's going for it he's going to do he's going to make it happen it is what it is and uh yeah yeah, um but that's i mean that's off the main road with we can pretty easily jump on the main road bandwagon and call them all sorts of names. But if they're up there having a go, fantastic. And that's really good to see. Mate, they've done a great job. They really have, you know. And I just, I think it was the years that I was out there, Yagi, you'd know better than me because I only do it a couple, I only do it about six times a year now. (laughs) When main roads do the work, it's magnificent. They get in trouble when they start subbing it out. That's what I used to notice. Was there a push? There was a push in Western Australia for main roads to come back on full-time with the roads, or was that something that I just sort of heard that it might have been happening or not happening? But, yeah, I think if they've, you know, they bring infrastructure to rural towns, they bring infrastructure to definitely smaller communities and you can put people around that can maintain the roads. I think it's a great thing, but I uh, 
yeah, bring it on. You know? right. Yeah, I'll tell you what else is good. There's actually, uh, they've employed 30 local Aboriginal people in Fitzroy. So they're all kitted yeah. up in their fluoros with their stop and go signs and going. driving utes and shovels in the back. And that in itself, pretty good on them. I think. I think what I'm trying to do is get myself a greater job in, in the future is what I'm trying to do here, gentlemen. I'm, uh, I'm, I reckon a greater job is certainly the end of the ground. There's plenty of roads to be graded. I think it'd be ideal. <laughs> I, think, I think he's having a go somehow. No, I, 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 the greater drivers are the kings of construction. Are they? 100%. Yeah, without greater drivers, we'd have rough, rough potholes and driveways and no pads and no nothing. Greater drivers, I've learnt that. The kings of construction, they are. I like them. I want to be one. Yeah, yeah. well, just send that black 900 over here first, will you? <laughs> uh, keep talking about that. I think I've said something in a team meeting that implicated me with some kind of actions with that black one. But anyway, we will see what progresses. So so we're wondering, we're going out for dinner. Ladies and gentlemen, on the road radio, we're going out for dinner down in Campbell. We're going to... We're going to have dinner with a couple of good friends down here, and there's nothing better than a Saturday night just casserole night. I reckon I think it's fantastic, and I believe they're listening. So if if you are got the casserole on in Campbell, up, we were about twenty minutes away. <laughs> you'd um, you'd have to have a recipe for this, Yogi. <laughs> oh yeah, so we talked about this oh, the other night. So oh, Mac, definitely a recipe, Glenn. He's, he's got a recipe for everything. Potato. I'm waiting for you to get a Texas casserole story. You must be a Texas well, casserole. Let me get me pen out. I need to write the recipe down. <laughs> oh, I'll tweet it later. But do you want okay. to know how to make mashed potatoes? The perfect mashed potatoes. Oh, here we go. Okay. Right? So, you, so you, boil, you, you peel and boil your spuds. We all understand the concept of peeling and boiling spuds. Get it done, get it boiled, right? So when yeah. they're boiled to where you want them to be, you know, yeah. kind of mushy and ready to be mushed up, you yeah. want to put, you want to put your butter butter in the yeah. freezer you want to get your butter as cold as you can get your butter oh, and you yeah. want to and you want to put your milk in the microwave and you want to heat your milk up all right matter? now we're combining see, yeah so whatever portions you want to run here it doesn't really matter how you play this out and then you drain the water out of the potatoes right and then put the potatoes back onto a low heat and get the water out of the potatoes and then add your liquids and your butter and mash it up. You'll Does it add hot. Hey? Does it matter? I wouldn't say it if it mattered. It's got to matter. <laughs> I got all that. I just missed the about important. perfect mashed potato. After that, I got lost. Did you? Yeah. Pretty simple, boys. I reckon even you lot can do it for Mother's Day tomorrow. You reckon? Yeah, I reckon. So for all the men out there, Make it happen tomorrow. Simply I'm, going bar- I'm going to a barbecue tomorrow afternoon for Mother's Day. The, oh. the son-in-law's invited us over for a barbecue, mate. So, and I won't have to do anything because I've got the broken wing. He'll stand there and do everything. I'll stand there with the stubby in the hand and look like I know what I'm doing. Oh, you're right. Mother's Day taken care of. I'm home yeah, yeah. tomorrow. I'm having tomorrow off. I'm, uh, oh, yeah? You know, my fatigue day is due tomorrow and we're going to oh. have it. So I'm probably going to mow the lawn. Weed the garden, cook dinner. No, and Amanda's looking at me like I'm probably not going to do any of them. But anyway, she made some kind of, I think she's pointing at a mozzie there. She's made some kind of rude gesture. I'm not too sure what gesture that was there as we're driving along. She must be pointing at a road sign. Yeah, it's one table up. 
20 k's of Mandy's Campbell up. Yeah. Sounds like you're sure. cooking breakfast, Yagi. Ah, uh, yeah, Mandy's good to cook breakfast for. She's calling back. The perfect pancake, is it, tomorrow? Nah, Mandy doesn't like pancakes. It's Mother's Day crazy. I don't yeah. have to do that. Like, maybe, maybe a boiled, maybe a, maybe a poached egg. The perfect no, poached egg. Mandy's great to cook for. Doesn't eat eggs, doesn't like pancakes. Pretty happy with bacon and barbecue sauce on a bit of bread. Like hair. Yeah, and mashed potato. Life ever. And mashed potato. Yeah, mashed potato. Mashed potato and bacon. Mashed potato and bacon. Maybe I'll roll it up into a little croquet ball or something. Is it Maybe you should. A what Try ball? that up. little croquet, croquet. ball. Croquet ball. Right. As long <laughs> as you're cooking breakfast. A croquet. Like a potato gem with bacon in it. <laughs> yeah, I hate Potato, potato, tomato, tomato is what it is. Croquet, croquet, whoever croaks it, we'll get it done. So, what are you doing for uh, Mother's Day, Glenn? Are you, uh, are you, uh, Mate, oh, well, I've done all the uh, all the uh, mowing the lawns and stuff today. That's yeah. all been done, and we've got the kids and the grandkids over tomorrow for lunch. So that's going to be fantastic. Won't be any mashed potato, but uh, I'll do. I'll be the drinks waiter. You see, I just stand there all day and go, "Who wants to top up?" Yeah. That's my job. Well, I, I, did, I did tell Rose that she should just go and get all the jobs done today so she could have tomorrow off for Mother's Day, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a metrosexual. So anyway, when, when, you are, when, we, when we scrape the mashed potato out of the pan, Rose, feel free to throw it at Mike. <laughs> Those are things we just you think, really, Mike. You really think, do you really think that I'm that stupid that I'd say that to Rose? Oh. <laughs> uh, Said it on sort of national radio. So, it's all part of the act. Oh, I was joking. Oh, I was joking. Oh. I was taking the. All right. Was, when when you say the top, we could say, Your Honour, he was joking. Your Honour. He was joking. <laughs> because you've Poor said it live, it's true. Poor Mick, he hasn't been seen or heard from from about eight thirty Saturday night. We don't know what's happened to him. Yeah, yeah, he ended up in, <laughs> he ended up in a pot of mashed potato. It was good mm-hmm. mashed potato too. Don't get me wrong; it was the best I've ever had. Clean and yeah, good. Really but no, you can't, you can't. Like, do we? Do, do any of you like do it? Like casserole night? Well, I love a good casserole. No, I used night. to. I usually. I used to make myself. A, I used to make myself a, a casserole. When I was like batching up in the Pilbara there, I'd get me so at the slow cooker and you'd throw all the stuff in. Yeah, but all you the take shit it left in the bottom of the toolbox. Hey? <laughs> I said all the shit left in the bottom of the toolbox. That's right. You'd make, that you'd was make the casserole. The... When the when the road was closed, everyone would just chuck in until some smart ass had pineapple pieces or something. But... Or you know, you know when the three. when the label's gone, it's been rolling around the toolbox for the last three years or something. Oh, Didn't know what it was. Well, crack a can up. and chuck it in. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what Yogi okay. does with the buddy Emu, Glenny. He, he's got a few rolling around in the toolbox. And you I'm going to bring a couple mate. over to Brisbane, right? You know that. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm going to bring a couple for next Wednesday night show. Yeah, right. Eh? Well, the bu- are you allowed to put them on a plane? Are you? Well, I mean, well, I'll, I'll check in his luggage. Right. Do they sell imagine it in Queensland? Imagine, imagine, oh, I don't know. That probably do. It's made in South Australia. Imagine that. A 30 cam block is coming out on the carousel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, think it, they'll think it's a dangerous good, Yagi. You'll, you'll get I know, pinched. I have to declare it. <laughs> it should be placarded. 
The coppers running around, border security, thinking, what the hell is this shit? They'll be looking for the fuse. Get that dog away from me. Get that dog away from me, export. Stop sniffing that like that. You know, but... We're not expected to drink it straight out of your bag, are we, or anything like that? Yeah. No, it was straight out of the block. Straight out of the block. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be Kimberly cool. As long as it's above 35 degrees straight out of the block. Yeah. That's it. Kimberly Cool. That's right. Well, I'll just have a couple of Great Northerns ready for you, Yagi. How about that? Oh, what's happened? I'll just have a couple of Great Northerns ready for you. Oh, uh, in the fridge. You want me to wash them? Have we got some parts to be washed up there? Or you we're doing a bit of carburetor work or something? Or what are you... Yeah. Oh, well, dear. Hey, hey, shot's fired, isn't it? Look at all them great northern lovers out there. They'll be throwing stubbies at the radio big time here now. The, the boys in the beer conversation. Unbelievable. <laughs> Sunday night. I think it's time we went for a bit of a track. You want to hang around with us for another 10 minutes or so, 15 minutes, send them to school? Yeah, and look, absolutely, mate. I'm just having a cold great northern because I was I was weaned on the bush chook and I stay well away from it now. So I'm happy to do another ten minutes, mate. Let's do a track. And I've got to tell you, I've got to tell you, Yogi, I tip my hat to you, mate. Oh, I loved it the other day. I was listening and and uh, Johnny uh, Johnny uh, Cash uh, Sunday coming down, mate. Absolutely brilliant. Oh. So you got the bars high. Let's see what it is, and I'll hang around for another ten. Then I'll go yeah, show myself right. in the shower and. Yeah. Right, yourself up. We'll have a bit of Rolling Stones, the... eh? Rolling Stones, why not? Yeah, a bit of honky tonk woman. Why not? Right, eh? We'll be back.
Welcome back, Mike. Welcome back. I oh, know you love that when I say that, eh? I do. I do. No, no, welcome back. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, Glenn, uh, Senator Glenn Stirl. Thank Senator you. Glenn Hello. Stirl. I'm still here. Oh, and Yogi. And I Yogi. Thank you. Don't we get a welcome back? Like, no, you yeah. don't get a welcome back. I was only it's saying true. it because it seemed to get on Mike's nerves that I say welcome back. No, I don't uh, care now. I'm over it, mate. No, he doesn't care, care now. See, no. he was emotional oh, last week about it. Oh, what? Who's trying to ring? Who's trying to ring? The, I'm getting his beep beep voice. Yeah, yeah right. we all are. I don't know. Who's, the, who's doing that? Probably the tech guy's pizza delivery. Yeah, it was. That's right. Waddle dial pizza. Uh, no, I don't know. There's someone trying to call in there, but we missed him. So. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. So, yeah, so Brisbane, oh. Brisbane's looking large. Brisbane, uh, Brisbane is starting to shape up again to be a uh, definitely a place to be seen and a place to go and a place for everybody to enjoy all roads lead to Brisbane, by the way. Four, four days, 13 hours, 23 minutes and no seconds. Mm. <laughs> right, no seconds. No, you but who's counting, eh? Chance yeah. There's no seconds. Yeah, there is a counter. Yeah, he, he, we're letting him go here, uh, Senator, because he, uh, at the end of the day, he's not on news.com if he's checking the counter. For oh, the he's, so, he's got it on his screen. We him, yeah, we let him go. We, let him, we just oh. let him keep the counter on the screen. Oh, oh, the oh, news. Oh, Keeps him entertained. Newscom to find out what's oh. not news. Oh. Oh. Oh, he's going to be let wanna... out the shed for the first time in months. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry? I said you're being let out the shed for the first time in months, mate. <laughs> that's no, that's right. I've got me. I've, I've actually built myself a little office out in the back shed now, so I've got a bit of a studio happening out here. And um, I, I've got the, the big, big, big uh, monitor up, and I can see four minutes, thirteen hours, twenty-two minutes, and six seconds. And you know, all this stuff sort of laid out in front of me, and I'm recording the show to replay later on. And I've got all the playlist in front of me. Mate, it's like a, I've got more dials in here than I've got me nine, eh, mate? It's unbelievable. What posters you got on the wall, mate? Truck and Life, Susie Quattro, Blondie? What's the show? <laughs> truck and Life posters, mate. Truck and Life posters. I've got a couple of Truck and Life posters. I've got a, a, I've got a New Zealand Truck and Magazine <laughs> poster here um, with a DGS DAF on it. Um, I've got a big whiteboard with a project that I'm working on, all up there, all all laid out. I mean, he he does. I've got to agree with that because he sends us pictures of it all the time. Yeah, like, like a scene from Hunt for Red October. Mate, I'll tell you what. I, I've got a. It looks like I'm invading Europe. That's what it looks like. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I've got stuff. I have got stuff here, mate. You would not believe. Senator Stirl, next Wednesday night, you'll be tuning in to the Wednesday night live show. We have a monumental piece of news to announce. So do it. Stop talking about it. Eh? Monumental. Stop talking about it. Okay. (laughs) I'll be in Sydney. Can I just get a preview? Yeah, off air. No. Stop talking about it. (laughs) No. Stop it, you what? No, because it might be in Parliament on Monday. All right. Yeah, no, he's parliamentary privilege. Mm. That's what well, he used. Well, on, on the road privilege here in the It's a powerful thing, that parliamentary here. privilege. Yeah. Cut you all off here, you lot. It can't be that was, uh, launching. 
No, no, we'll, we'll, we'll all shut up now. I'll, I'll ask you a question. I've just been, uh, I've just been texted a question. That was Bob. That was my old mate Bob McMillan trying to ring in. Oh, all right, <laughs> eh? Wants, Sorry, Bob. We weren't trying to cut you off. But... He wanted to ask. He wants to ask uh, Glenn if he's aware of the freight broker problem and uh, how he thinks that'll affect the uh, true cost recovery. I mean, the freight broker, isn't it? Sorry, mate. As in the uh, those loading boards? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely yeah. well aware of it, Bob. Absolutely well aware of it. Spoken to Mike and uh, Craig and Yogi about that a couple of weeks ago. What a friggin' disgrace that is. That's why we need these yeah. enforceable standards because these should be the first ones we go to. The, uh, the and I'll say this. I'll say this. They, they those loading boards and all that will say they're doing everyone a favour. To me, they're just another yeah. greedy bunch of so and so's get the finger in the in the truckies or the transport operators pocket. Uh, um, I really, really detest this uh, model and it's no better than the Uber freight and the uh, Amazon freight and all this sort of stuff. That's why we've got yeah. to have enforceable standards so we go to them straight away. Part of the supply chain, part of the uh, the whole lot saying, well, you prove how you think that rate that you're offering. And Mike, the one you mentioned about that rogue over here in WA, and I can't think what it was. It was bulker bags yeah. or something. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. just, that's just theft. It's oh, just theft. Yeah. It's parasitic theft. That's what it is. They're not doing anyone a favour. They're taking their little cut. Uh, this is coming from someone who never had to deal with freight forwarders. I'm, I don't know what do you call them, freight. What do you call those things you used to use? Go and get you know, loading agents. Loading agents. Loading agents. Yeah. Bob, Bob used to call them tin shed and telephone loading agents. That's what he used to call them. Hmm. Yes, I heard that on one of the Friday podcasts. So I heard you and uh, Bob talking about that. Spot on, mm. and I just uh, look. I don't have to go on much more about it. Anyone who puts their finger in the pie, no skin in the game with a telephone and an app and all that. In my in my eyes, in my humble opinion, um, they're the sort of people we don't want in the industry. Well, they're saying, I, I did I did talk, I did talk to Gary Mann about it as well. I mean, they're talking about uh, this um, this load uh, load board truck uh, truck link. I think they like call themselves. I can't remember. Truck it. Um, truck it. Truck it. That's it. Truck it. Seventy percent cheaper. They reckon they can get their freight. Your freight move for. Um, right, I know. I can't. I, some... I can't see how you can do that. It's crazy. Can I give you some, Mike? I'll give you this, mate. After you and I spoke about this, you mentioned that mm. on that on the talk back, the, the Wednesday waffle. Does that make yep. me the poly waffle? Anyway, get on with it. Um, <laughs> uh, Good I just had to try that. Just came from nowhere. That came from nowhere on a Saturday night. I tried to get on that trucker. So I put yeah. my, I got on there, and it, and there's two categories. One is yeah. you have to be, uh, are you a client, or are you yeah. a uh, service provider, a trucker? So yeah. being being a senator, I couldn't bullshit because I, I should have used some other bastard. I've used my own name. I don't want to appear about that, and yeah. they wouldn't let me on because you have to have an ABN. So if anyone's got oh, a spare right. ABN, on, I can't see it. And I can't start lying with my own name there. I would, wouldn't do that. Crikey, I'm above that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I would love to get using. on there. I'd love yeah, to see great. You're using sons. your name. Mm. Yeah, I should have used uh, Trent DeVell or something like that, but you still need an ABN. Oh. I couldn't get away with it. I'll just send you some login <laughs> details, Glenn. I've, I've, got, I've got an account there. Well, i tell you what, Craig, I'd love to see it because Mike was telling me some of the stuff. I, you know, I saw that, you know, you can get... Uh, what, anything carted from cars to parcels to furniture to pets? Yeah. I'm thinking, my Godfather, 
who are these people? I mean, they say their names and all that sort of stuff, but you just can't. Yeah. Anyway, I can't find anything, so I'd appreciate that. We'll have a talk about that in Brizzy. Yeah, right. What worries me about it is what worries me about is that we're, we're setting ourselves up for the situation where we get these people that are running vehicles that are under the weight limits, requiring them to run logbooks, requiring them to be checked by the NHBR, etc. And people are going to be thinking, oh, well, there's a bloke with an F-250 running down the road with a car trailer behind it. He's taking his sports car somewhere or something. And what they're really doing is carting freight, God knows how, in God knows what way, running what sort of schedules we don't know, and getting paid mm. what we don't know either. It's just a, it's a recipe for disaster. Not, no fatigue management. Not, not, not no. subject to fatigue management. No, no fatigue management. Another course. part about this is we don't know how many hands these bloody particular loads are going through before they get to the Blakeman's cart and how many people are taking a slice off the top. There's a, bit in, there's a bit in overdrive from the States now where they're talking about trying to have full transparency uh, naming people that are involved in the load along the way, I think. Um, I think that might be something we can look at here, surely. But anyway, that's probably down the track a bit. I might have to have a talk to Mr. Train about that one, see what he's got to say. Well, it should um, be part of the enforceable standards. We should be talking about this sooner than later because yeah. this is no, much, yeah. no better than the platforms like Uber and Amazon. But, well, yeah. they are. It is Uber and Amazon, just with a, with a different skin. That's all it is. That's right. Yep. Yeah, so you're in, in, uh, you're in WA at the moment, Glenn? I am, mate. I'm home. I got home Thursday night about half past ten at night, yeah. and I'm not leaving here until Monday morning. I'm off to Brizzy on Monday. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm addressing the Australian Logistics Council, which I'm very happy to do that. Right. And yeah, and then I'm down to Sydney, and, and then I'm back up to Brisbane for the end of the week for the truck show. Right. No Canberra this week. Just... Sorry, Craig. No Canberra this week. No Canberra this week, mate. No, two weeks after that. I've got to go back to Canberra on Saturday from Brizzy. Yep. And I've got two weeks straight there. Um, uh, whether I get home or not in between those two weeks, I've got my fingers crossed. Otherwise, it's three weeks away from home. Mm. But no, it's important. I said, you know, I wanted to, uh, I was going to go back to Perth after Sydney, but it's more important to get up to the Brizzy truck show and have a look around, greet some people and say hello. And yep. you know, yeah. if you people might want to tear me a new backside over the road, use the charger. I'm not running away. I'll be up there. Um, oh, no, I reckon I'll might be able to contain myself on the time you get there. You want, mate? I said I might be able to contain myself. I might have calmed down a bit by the time you get Besides which, you're a little fella. You tried to choke me at Buddy Road Freight New South Wales uh, I'm smart enough. I, just, uh, I did think that the uh, other day when you were you were doing the on the road podcast, talking about yeah. your crook wing, and I fancied myself. I was walking in the Parliament House. I thought, no, it's not a good time to have a go at the big fella now. He's only got one wing. I said, but no, my luck. And when he did connect, he knocked me into tomorrow. So I sort of shut up and backed off. <laughs> I, I, learned, I learned how to count at a very early age, but you know? yeah, no, no, it's all good. It's all good. I, I, you know, I, find it, I find it wildly amusing. Um, I've got photographic evidence of the senator trying to choke me too, so I reckon I'm. I'm is, is it any? Is it like a? Is it like a sex scandal? Do you reckon I can get a payout? What do you reckon? <laughs> I reckon he should try harder. Oh, to joke you. <laughs> I was going to say that Yogi. I reckon there'll be a few shots. Do it. <laughs> there'll be, there'll be a few people around saying. 
Galata, Glenn Galata, is that bastard dead yet? That's what they... <laughs> Oh, I dropped the Eastern Suburbs in Perth. We've got another, we got another foggy because I reckon I'm, I'm looking at a casserole here. And it's, oh, I reckon you should. I'm, I'm, I'm standing between the big bear and food here and it's no good. It's no yeah. good, you know. Right-o. Let's have another song. I think I think, I think Glenn's probably out enough by now anyway, Glenn. Yeah, leave him alone. We'll see you up in Brisbane. I'm going to go have a shower. That's it. I've, I've been oh. working all day. I've had a lovely day on today. Just hold on there for a second, Glenn. Hold on there for a second. I'll, I'll, I'll leave we'll just, uh, well, thanks, Glenn, for coming on. Being yeah, great. Lovely. And yeah, it well, sounds like Yagi's about to disappear as well. So Yagi's Yeah, we'll go, go, go and have a catch up. Like and catch up in Brisbane and yeah. yeah. Right, eh? Well, thanks, guys. Yeah, just a bit of George Thorogood, eh? Why not? Right, eh? Thanks for having me, guys. Take care. All right, thanks, guys.
politicians lie, being fired by the boss. It takes one hand to count the things I can count on. No, there ain't much man that ain't ever letting me down. everybody Welcome and back. you too mike and me too thank you so much yeah wasn't it that that great i mean isn't it nice when a senator from the australian government uh, from the senate a man who sits on the red leather will get on and have a talk with a bunch of truckies about trucking stuff bloody marvelous and isn't it? takes an interest in what's going on and you know he's the senator for uh for uh, road houses and potholes and all sorts of things. Yeah. And if you look at the... Who's that? Yeah, no, he's not online here. We've got someone calling in here. Who have we got here? Um, Dougie from North Queensland. Mike knows who I am. Hey, Dougie, yeah. how are you? Just, just hang on for a second, Dougie. I'm just, yeah, you're I'm right. just talking about these bloody pictures that I've got in front of me from the Shell Roadhouse at Albury, where they're one Coffee. of them, you look at it, and it just looks absolutely disgraceful. And then all of a sudden, you look at the other picture, the before and after shots, fabulous. And I wonder why it takes uh, taking, making some phone calls to a senator for a roadhouse to sort their frigging showers out. It's a I shame. Mean, seriously. Well, Morinbar, Morinbar, Serbar, Morinbar there on the peak down sideways. She was the exact same story there. Is that the BP? Yeah, yeah the yeah. BP, yes, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. 
Dougie from North, Dougie from Queensland, mate. How are you? You're all right, are you? Yeah, yeah. I'm plodding along good, Mike. Yourself? <laughs> right. Just out the back Saturday. here, got the fire going and having a bit of a whiskey and listening to the show. So Saturday session out the back yep. of the fire. I, I'm, I'm down in my shed, mate. I'm drinking coffee tonight because I got a bit silly when I <laughs> on the hard stuff. Yeah, well, I, I, I've had a few painkillers there this afternoon, mate, and I find that if I have a painkiller and a couple of beers, I get a little bit silly, so probably not a good idea. I'm surprised yeah, it takes that. painkillers and a couple of beers to make you silly because you you're silly, silly most anyway, of the mate. time. You reckon I'm silly most of the time. Dougie, what, what have you rang in for, mate? Did you ring in to have a talk to the senator and he shot through? He heard you were coming. He shit, Dougie's coming. I'm out of here. No, 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 not the senator tonight, mate. Actually, come to rang me in to thank you and Trevor Warner oh, for right, pointing hey? me down the road with the ADHD stuff. So, yeah. All oh, right, hey. Well, I wasn't going to talk about that in public, mate. You realise you are talking to like. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. A, yep, a, yep. A lot of people, mate. So. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I decided off my own accord there. Yeah, no. Yeah. I finally um got booked in with a psychiatrist. So, yep, she's all yeah. on the road now. She's a couple of months That's and excellent. should have that BFM. That's excellent, mate. That really is good. I mean, like I've said over and over and over and over, we've all got our issues, minor, minor heart issues, because I don't have one, ask me twice. <laughs> and, you know, it's it's like all that sort of thing. We've got we've got to deal with this sort of stuff, and you've got to face it head on, and you need some good advice. And when you, when you asked me about it, I thought I'd put you in touch with the best logo I could think of, and I did that. And, and it's good to see that you're getting some... Well, having all that said, I've actually joined the NRFA as well since then as well too. So, yeah, right. have you? Yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome to the team. Thank you. Welcome to the team. Are you coming to the truck show? Are you, Dougie? Nah, nah, mate. I'll be working. Um, I, I normally, I normally would be leaving for Brisbane tomorrow, but I got a weekend off, which is good. Okay. Yeah, I normally do me two and a half Brisbane's a week. So, right, eh? yeah, right. Eh? Oh, well, don't say too much, mate, because you'll dox yourself. We're not, we're, not, we're not into doing that here. We don't like... I mean, I don't mind people knowing who I am, but I, I, I like to protect the listeners a little bit. But, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no it's all, all above board, everything above board, yeah. Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. of course, of course. Yeah. We wouldn't, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't break any rules at all. Hey, um, no. you do want to do a little bit of not, not what's not news with us, do you, Dougie? Uh, yep, yep. Right. Well, I was just reading um, some interesting things on Facebook before. Actually, Cummins has actually got a <laughs> a petrol um a petrol motor coming out for um over the road uh, trucking. No, got way. a spark plug. No, nah, it's got a spark plug on the top of the cylinder head with a coil pack right at the top. And yeah, they it's for ninety one octane and for um it's going to be used with other other alternative fuels as well. So they're probably going to lean on it, probably going to use it for hydrogen. But I thought that was an interesting thing to bring up. Is it, uh, is it an April 1st story? Is it that's left over? No, no, no. It it's up? doing the rounds on TikTok pretty heavily. So I think there's some weight in it. There's a heap of people and you can physically see the cylinder head in the video with the cool pack going through the top of the head and the spark plug hole down the bottom. And um, there was a similar video doing the rounds where Cummins was building hydrogen engines. So, like, I'm not yeah. surprised, really. Well, I have seen I have seen uh, a photo of a, a Cummins with a hydrogen set up on it. So, 
Yeah, it's pretty much identical to like the ISX or the X15 we got now in the yeah. pictures. Yeah, it's just got a core pack on the top of the cylinder head. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, um, I, um, it's quite interesting because they're saying that petrol's better on emissions than diesel and they're thinking about bringing back the petrol trucks. So that's an interesting thing for the old timers Whoa. that drove petrol inches and all that sort of stuff. Like there might be a return of it if Cummins developed this engine. Nothing like it. Nothing like a dirty, great, big, bloody V8 pumping thing. Just imagine me look, hooking down the road in a TK Bedford with an LS one in it or something like that. Wouldn't that be? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey? true, true, true. That. Yeah. Certainly see the price of unleaded go up. I'd imagine. I'd imagine. Yeah, it would, yeah. yeah. It, I, I can guarantee it near just about would. That's an interesting. I have read a bit of stuff about the hydrogen one, but didn't uh, didn't know they were going to a petrol. Well, there's going yeah, to be yeah. going to, sorry, Well, petrol, petrol, and the liquefied hydrogen that they're developing burns the same. They're basically setting it up for petrol that could run either or. Mm. Should be tough yeah. sneaking the um, A double into the petrol bowsers at Shell. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that actually. We won't, won't be able to whinge about the caravanners pulling into the diesel bays anymore. <laughs> well, there was a there was a picture of a fella backing a quad road train out of a bloody servo up in there. Yeah, I, I saw off. that. That that popped up on TikTok. Yeah. I thought, Jesus, that's ballsy having a go at backing one of those bastards out of a service station. It looked like he was getting it out. It takes him a while. No, he got it out. No, he got it yeah. out. He absolutely did. He got it out. Yeah. He must have, must have done it once or twice, eh? Well, I don't know. I mean... Well, you'd hope so. You'd think so. Well, I've had a crack at back in one of those, you know, uh, Dougie, and, and it's a bit of a challenge. How far yeah, did you so, get? Eh? How far did you get? I got it back probably two trailer lengths before I started to lose it. Oh, that's not too bad. There's yeah, a couple no, of good can, videos getting around of grain carters with A-doubles backing them, at, like, they're basically a 36-metre road train, but... Getting yeah, a couple yeah. of good videos with grain carters backing A doubles around and putting them everywhere. So, well, you we, drive we one a, of those, Craig. Oh yeah, we got a few spots. You actually got to drive into load into a bay and then back out. Um, mm. So my That's my bad. little jig had been only twenty six meters and a bogey bogey setup. She's uh, mm. yeah, as soon as it's out of shape, you just got to straighten up and have another crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what happens. Yeah. I, I I tried back in those funny tankers, you know, the ones I I tried for the a buddy uh, a uh, pocket road train tanker set up before I was driving the quads, and I ended up pointing down a little street. I turned one early. I'm not going to go into details of where it was because I give myself away. <laughs> yeah, but, that's uh, right. Yeah. It, uh, I had to sort of back that round the corner. That that was a bit of a challenge because I wasn't used to it. I kept turning the wheel the wrong way. I was used to backing a B double. Mm. But, uh, we managed it in the finish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Got a little bit of a song request for you guys too. I um, sent it in oh, earlier. I think I did see that yeah. one. Miles. Yeah. Um, Miles by Alvy Shane. Yeah, yeah. Really good track. Right. Yeah. Chucking right. song. I don't have that one on the database. So I'll be looking it up though. Yeah. The film clip's pretty epic too. Oh, is it? Is it? Yeah. It yeah. It's got a nice Pete, Pete in it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Very good film clip. Yeah, very new song, not only come out not long ago. Right, eh? Yeah, I yeah. rate it. Yeah, right, eh? No, I, was, oh, I, well, I got you your go. request here. I was looking through the database here. I, I can't. I don't have it yet, so. But yeah. I'll, I'll try to get that. We'll play it next week or maybe Wednesday we night if she's a trucking we song. Yeah, 
Yep, yep. So that'll be good. So, so you got a, you got a night off or a weekend off there, Doug? Yeah, got the weekend off, and then I'll be loading up, loading up Monday morning, saddling up to head back down to Brisbane again. Hopefully it's uh, a bit of sunny weather down there on um, on Monday or Tuesday. Well, well, it'd been a pretty good week up until up until the I think the Thursday night sort of just coming in the mold like coming through Marlborough there. It just started the rain and sort of hadn't stopped until you know sort of late Friday sort of thing. Yeah, we've had a fair bit of rain here on the on the northern rivers. Yeah. Temperature is starting to get down a bit, which is good. <laughs> Rather put a jumper on than sweat my ring out so. Yeah. I flew down to Melbourne there last week just for the night. I was surprised yeah. how cold it was. And then I got back home here and it was, um, we had like a, a six degrees oh, or something. Either I mustn't night. be a sound, not a sound mind because I miss running down to Melbourne in the cold. <laughs> you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I did, yeah. I miss running down there. Yeah. 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 yeah I suppose. I don't miss Melbourne. I miss Melbourne like a hole in head. I reckon the best thing about Melbourne. Oh, the best thing about it was getting out of it was the run to it was all right. Because yeah, no. I used to go out through the inland here from Mackay. So. Oh, right. Oh, right. Oh, yep. I used to go out through St. George and Deer and Beanie and cross the border in the Hebel and punch out that way. So it was pretty good. Did you see the Deer and Beanie dandy while you were out there? No, 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 no. I couldn't honestly <laughs> say Deer and Beanie was too dandy either. TikTok the other day also um this young fella was going over here on a dating spree and he recorded yeah. his escapades up on um TikTok and he was saying that every Australian woman looks like a young ninja white so there you go yeah. <laughs> which is basically <laughs> saying every young Australian woman looks like Angela White so there you go take that how you will oh, yeah. obviously the so, Yankee fought our Sheilas were a bit all right yeah, well, she's uh, thanking P- Professor Constance Penley for having her as a guest speaker at a ground groundbreaking course. Miss <laughs> wrote, Miss White wrote beneath the photo that showed her posing next to the academic, and it's the third time there as a guest speaker. You really have to wonder what Angela White would have to offer to the the normal film industry. Mm. 
bit like um, mm. Renee Gracie and her. When, well, at least she was a race car driver first before she went that way. But yes, yeah. a bit like yeah. Renee Gracie, eh? Yeah. Four hours, 12 minutes, 50, sorry, four days, 12 hours, 50 minutes, and 31 seconds of the Brisbane Truck Show. I'm excited. We'll just get away from uh, news.com because Dougie knows far <laughs> too much about Angela White. And I don't like being upstage when I'm taking the piss out of news.com. Dougie, you won't be, you won't be allowed to call it again if you're going to keep upstaging you, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> No, there's something I saw on TikTok before. It was funny anyway. Oh, mate, no, seriously. I'm so pleased. And and Trevor obviously sorted you out, and that's great. Oh, mate, oh, I am he gave me some pointers, but yeah. He what? He gave me some pointers and where to go and what to do. And, yeah, I just had to keep following the path that I was already on. So, yeah, it was just yeah. thought it was going to take a lot longer than it did. So, yeah. I yeah, he um, gave you the finger there for a second. What was that? I thought, I thought you said he gave you the finger there for a No, second. no, pointed the finger in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> pointed a finger in the right direction. Figure of speech. Get your head out of the gutter, oh, Mount. Jesus. I wonder where old mate Trev is. He probably, he's probably out trucking somewhere. He usually is on a Saturday night. Yeah, nah, it was good. Like, the advice he gave me really benefited my position. And, yeah, I um took it on board and sort of just kept... Following the procedure, kept yeah, it was just yeah. it was just the thing because how many other blokes out there were probably going through the same thing or are going through the same thing at the same time trying to jump through the hoops. Yeah, we've all got to jump through the hoops. I mean, as I've said, it just does home the point. No matter what your problem is, you get into join it, join an association, join the union, do whatever it is, join something, and make your contribution. But it's also great for support. There's always someone there somewhere that can give you a hand and point you in the right direction. And it's not as if this has not happened before. You're not the first one with the problem. Oh, no, hell no. Guarantee it. There are other people around that have had the same problem. And, you know, there's someone that knows how to help you or know where you need to go, and that's the benefit of it. And the other thing is you're getting a little bit of support as well. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah. Well, and a psychiatrist appointment that might have taken, you know, because I wrote a letter and stressed the urgency. The appointment that could have that was I was firstly quoted at six months was now in June. So yeah, it's no, yeah, it's just great. very handy. That's great. I'm, I'm I'm delighted, mate. I'm absolutely delighted that you you got that sorted out. Yeah, and, and and yeah, like like you said, it's good to be in an association because one person stand on their own can do bugger all, but you put a group of people together and you know. And yeah. um, what was uh, you know like the old saying goes, you know, when even when you were travelling with other blokes back in the day and you're convoying along, you know, safety in numbers. Yeah, yeah. Well, the other thing is that there's always someone else to help pick you up and and carry over that little bit of a. A little bit of a hump when yeah. we all get speed humps in our life, and it's nice to nice to have someone to help you carry carry over it. Yeah, you know, yep, anyway. that's it. it. It is great to be part of the associations, though. When you know, like numbers matter. When we go and write letters and and lobby politicians and bureaucrats, you know, the more members we have, the greater voice we exactly. have. Exactly. Um, yeah, and. If anyone could just join the association, it is is enough to help drive us to keep going. Well, I've heard some people at radios, you know, they, they whinge like buggery. Oh, I don't like this, I don't like that. And 
Mm. I think to myself, well, what are you doing about it? You know, like, apart yeah. from telling someone, that's great. But, you know, unless you're, you know, ringing someone for advice or joining yeah. an association or trying to better yourself or help yourself, you know, yeah. make things better for yourself and your mates, well, you know, that's right. nothing's going to change. And, and I can't encourage people enough that if you've got a problem with a road somewhere or whatever, like write a letter or ring ring that road manager or whatever in that particular area. It does matter. Like it does help. Yeah. Um, hmm. Particularly you know, the one three numbers that Rod, you know, yeah. says says about. You know, I ring them a fair bit nowadays, but you had a, a couple of years ago, I wouldn't have even rang one. You know. Yeah. So yeah. it's pretty and important. That you know your one phone call may not be doing much, but I'll guarantee you that person you're ringing is sitting there going, "Oh, geez, we've got another one here. We better do something about this." But if a yeah. hundred blokes ring up and you're yep. one of the hundred, yeah. well, then you're part of the solution, I think. That's, then that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, if you ring up and complain about it, and tell your mates and tell them all, and you've got to be civil because mm. it's not the person that answers the phone that that's caused the problem, but they are going to help you fix it. So you've got to be nice to people. Mm. And, that's right. Yeah, it's. Yeah. You know, if you ring up with a delightful, respectful attitude, you know, you get more bees with honey at the end of the day. Yep. Yeah. And the poor person on the end of the phone isn't the, the one that caused the problem, but they can help with the symptoms, you know? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit like the, the good old speed camera and Rocky there, how the lights are slightly out of time. You got this yeah. light camera there, like... You know, I said to one bloke, no, why don't you ring up? I said, I ring up about it every time I pass through here because it is a problem. And he goes, oh, yeah. no, nah, what will they do? Well, you know, 10 of us rang up one day. Yeah. 10 of us the yeah. next day, well, maybe something changed, you know? Yeah. They'll get sick of talking to you. They'll fix it. It'll be easier to fix it than answer the phone calls. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did see on a current affair the other day where they barred people from ringing them up and complaining. <laughs> well, you do get uh, some some sections of a society that is a Karen, and they've got nothing better to do with me, a serial complainer. So, well, I don't blame them in that regard either. That that old dear you're talking about on a current affair that was ringing up. I mean, would you put up with the level of crap that she was putting up with, Craig? No. You know, people flashing nah, their that's arse right. and I'd be, I'd be peeing all over too. the place. And, yeah. No, I, oh, I just think it's I actually it's disgraceful that a shire. Or a, yeah. or a public entity um, can actually bar you from making a complaint. Yeah, well, it's, while you're paying uh, rates, they've got the, they've got an obligation to listen to you, I reckon. Yeah, yeah that's there, right. I'd, if I'd have been there, I'd have gone to Bunnings, bought my own lot, went down there and locked the damn gate and said, there you go, sort it out yourself, you bastard. Mm. That's what I'd have done. Yeah. So, Amazing, yeah. isn't it? Um, yeah. Mm. Anyway. Yep. Do you know that Bear, yeah. Bear Grills used to be a vegan? Do you know that? Used to be. <laughs> Bear Grills is embarrassed by his past vegan diet and he said he's never been better since he started eating meat. Yeah. Not surprised Bear by Grylls. that. There's a lot of people out there that have extreme <laughs> views that be that swing back the other way just as extremely. Like, you just look at reformed tobacco smokers sometimes. I'm not a smoker myself, but half of them can be the biggest vigilantes when it comes to other people smoking cigarettes. So mate, mate, sometimes the pendulum can one. swing the other way. You're talking to one. I used to light one cigarette off the other. <laughs> right? Yep. And I tell you, if you light a smoke up in my truck um, and I find out who you are, um, you're in for drama. And yeah. I got a, I got I got a truck to drive just well before I broke my wing. The boss gave me a nine over drive, 
and the fellow that used to drive it before me was a smoker. And three days it took to clean the cab out to get the smell of it out. And even then, when they turned the heater on, you could still smell it. Makes you dry yeah. reach terrible. It's terrible. funny, like terrible. I've never smoked in my life and I've jumped in some trucks and the blokes smoked in there and people have told me, I'm like, I can't even smell it. But then when you get a reform yeah. smoker jump in that same truck, they can smell oh, it. You can smell it straight away. I'm surprised I'm surprised that Bear Grylls was a vegan because he never told anyone vegans usually do that in the first 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah not, not right. By the way, I'm vegan. I, um, I, um, yeah, I don't know. Bear Grylls uh, first revealed he'd moved on from his vegan lifestyle back in November, remarking that many of the foods he ate and the time appeared to have a negative effect on his health. In switching to red meat and animal organs, he now claims his body's never been better. Mm. Mind you, well, you can't take too Jay much Rogan notice say that all the time? Yeah, well, you, you never, you can't take too much notice of what Bear Grylls say. I mean, he does bring his own mm. weed, doesn't he? So... Anyway, there you go. Bear grills. Amazing the sort of crap I come up with on this show, isn't it, Dougie? I mean, you've obviously been a listener for a little while. Are you ever surprised uh, by the amount yeah, of crap long I time. can come up with? Yeah, no, you know, it's good. It's entertainment. You ought to hear the crap he comes up with through the week. <laughs> I mean, I reckon he's pretty tame on air. Although, although, to be fair, all of us truck drivers are pretty good at coming up with crap to talk about, aren't we? Wow. Lewis Hamilton is That's a bit of a Blakeman statement. Shakira. It is. Lewis Hamilton's dating Shakira because Shakira's got no interest in dating Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. He's, she's probably too old for Tom Cruise anyway, doesn't he like him young? Tom does, yeah. He does. Mm. Shakira's been picked up from the back of her $30 million Miami Beach mansion before cruising around in the Biscayne Bay. 46 years old. 46. She is? 46. She's doing all right, then. Yeah, and uh, and um, Lewis is like 38. And they were spotted together. He was wearing his trademark white cap sunglasses and a sleeveless top. Checkerboard shorts showing his distinctive tattoos. There we go. This is news. Mate, this is, <laughs> you're right when you say what's not news. Uh, it's yeah, not news, is yeah. it? Who cares? The stuff that passes for news. Who cares? Clickbait. That's what it is. Yeah. Clickbait, yeah. To your Facebook page here, Mike. Hey? Go to your Facebook page. I see one here earlier about uh, someone thieving some water tanks and a bit of a bit of a malice act against the trucking company there. And... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, I saw that pop up too. Mm. You want to talk There's about that? more trailers there. Yeah. Oh, look, it's, to... it's disgraceful, isn't it, that, you know, you've got humans around that will do that to another human being. You know? Oh, they're not humans, they're idiots. Yeah. Um, we had a couple of cases years ago at the BP at Moranbar, back when I was doing a bit of work out the basin there of vigilantes coming in and pulling kingpins and shit like that. But the, the, the step that these blokes went to, cutting airlines and tyres and stealing mm. water tanks, like that's just, yeah. like anything of that nature is filthy, but that's just, Bottom of the fucking oh, bottom of the barrel. Excuse my language. Oh, language. Jeez, I'm to cut that one out. Dump that one. Yeah, get the air horn out. But yeah, it's bottom, bottom oh. of the barrel. Absolutely. Mm. Unbelievable. Yeah. I had to yeah, catch down, myself, man. 
It's um, it's it's You're pretty right. bad when there's not enough areas to leave trailers, and people make comments about, well, you should have a depot for them or whatever. But yeah, we don't we don't always live near the depot. Well, and... I couldn't believe the comments about people, some people justifying it, saying, oh, it could have been a disgruntled ex-employee. Well, they're pretty sure there's better ways to handle yourself in a manner that's a bit more professional. Uh, you know, if you've got an issue with the next transport company, then you know, stoop that low. Well, I've and the people some... defending that behaviour is disgusting as well. I've left some places pretty disgruntled and I've never done that. No, that's right. Yeah, it's a big leap to take and yeah. you're a pretty big grub if you take it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Why would you do it though? I mean, if, I mean I, I, I've, I've been pissed off with people. Why wouldn't you man up and just stand there and tell, the, tell whoever it is you, you, you know, you're pissed off. Why wouldn't you do that? Why that's, would you? Why would you do something that's just? It's just not the modern person, though, is it? Ex- extremely no, no, no. low caliber of human being. Yeah, I, I just can't understand it. It's, it's absolutely metal. So what they've done is this truck's got those um, those air inflators on it that that keep all the tire pressures uniform across all the tires. So they've gone along and they've cut all those. So we've got like 24 flat tyres, and and then they've cut, they've, they've nicked a couple of bloody uh, air air tanks, and they've pulled the they've pulled the pulled the turntables handles into the bargain, mm. and it looks to me like it's nothing more nothing more than the fact that maybe this bike might have parked somewhere where someone else wanted to park or something. I don't know the whole story, but I mean all I can say is if you're listening to this show and it was you. Turn off because we don't want you listening to us. You're a grub, and you know it's they're, 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 they're just wrong. There's thousands of dollars worth of damage there to the machinery, and and another thousands of dollars worth of lost income for someone that probably can't afford it. It's yeah. just wrong on every level. It's wrong. Yeah, whether it happens to a big operator, or a small operator, or an owner driver, it yep. doesn't matter. Like it's just a gut, uh, an absolute low low act. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolute well, that sort of valid. stuff to a bloke. If that was just uh, an owner driver who left his trailer somewhere, it, that, you know, that's enough to, to cripple a bloke. Mm, yeah. Bankrupt them. Yeah. 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 You know, so yeah. Nah. Not a good thing at all. Yeah. You know, nah. you know something interesting. I'll tell you something interesting. Chuck Norris has admitted that he used to use stunt doubles in his movies. Really? Yeah, only for the crime parts, though. <laughs> Oh, I'm the old Chuck, Chuck Norris jokes, eh? <laughs> just get around a bit, that one. lad. I just thought I'd chuck that one in there. Bit of a Chuck Norris, bit of a Chuck Norris stuff. Something to break the doom this. and gloom, eh? Something to break just the bit. doom and gloom from the last story. Well, a bit of a segue, you know, like like this, this is this is how we do it here in Radio Land, mate. We segue to the next story. Because I don't know what the next story is. You don't. uh, No, no, you're you're supposed to help me out, tech guy. No, no, because you gave me a list earlier. Did I? And I didn't write any of it down, and I've forgotten. You should go digging up that Cummins Cummins thing with the petrol. That'll that'll be interesting to talk about if you get a time another night. I can't find it. I'm, I'm actually looking for it, and I can't find it. Yeah, oh, it won't be I wish I had it in front of me right now. Um, well, I would have yeah. sent it to you straight away. But, yeah, I saw the video come up on TikTok and it come up on Facebook a few times. And the yeah, motor's white, not it. red. 
white, it's a white motor, not a red motor, but it's a Cummins motor and it's white, yep. And it shows yeah, them at that. some truck show over America, they've got the head on a rotating stand, so the the um, people that are interested in the product can come along and get the head and rotate it on a stand and look at the way the valves are and to right. look at the, um, the the top of the cylinder head where the core packs go in. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. Which yeah, well, doesn't surprise me. JCB's also doing a hydrogen motor as well for their for their equipment. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Well, there is going to be a there is going to be a hydrogen truck at the truck show. Well, I'd prefer that over electric. Although Genesis not too bad looking thing. Yeah. Depending on what you're using. Fuel agnostic platform. So basically. LNG, nat- yeah, natural gas. What they got here? Yeah. Diesel, natural gas, gasoline, and propane. Yep. Yeah. What was that one? Uh, was that the Cummins or the JCB one? The Cummins. Yeah, you found it, did you? Oh, it's it's half a story, but yeah, yeah. Um, they're talking here, release in twenty twenty six, perhaps. Yeah, well, I know they were trialing a hydrogen engine in the US in, um, I think it was one of them big T680s they got, the aero, aero, the aero design one. Oh, yeah. They were doing trials with that, with the with the hydrogen, but also LPG, um, natural gas yeah. trials as well. Yeah, right. All right, there you go. That's interesting. There you go. Yeah. Have you, uh, have you seen any of the guys, there's a guy that does photos down in Ararat. Have you seen any of those, the truck truck spotting Ararat guys? I saw one of the um, flat roof K200s just about 10 minutes before I called you on Facebook. Um, Looked like a pretty good bit of gear and excellent photo too. Yeah, gun haulers, yeah. So he took that and and I've been able to look at some of the photos he's taken. He's taken some pretty good photos. I I like them a lot. I'll tell you what, um, one thing I'm pretty... um, um, stoked about is how a lot of blokes grain trans has done it there's a few companies out there buying flat roof k200s and doing the over the roof style air cleaner setups with the old-fashioned yeah. air dams on the top yep. sort of like a yep. a tip your hat to the old days it's yeah. pretty cool that there's still some companies out there specking some pretty flash gear and had it got one mm. there i think it's an old 104b might have be a 108 pretty flat with a flat a flat roof job. Flat roof and the yeah, air intakes coming up over the, the roof. Yeah, grain transers. Sorry, mate. Okay. Yeah, grain transers right. got a beautiful K two hundred. They've taken the the round headlights out and put the twin square headlights in, oh, really? and put the the air cleaners on the top of the roof, and it looks fantastic. Yeah. 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 They do look pretty fat. Those those old Kenworths when you do them up like that. But um, there's a uh, Yogi was showing me the other day. There's a uh, uh, an old an old aerodyne shaped one that was uh, up at Casino. And it's still getting around with a pretty flash paint job on it. And um, you know, every every day of the week, rigor the much material. You know, mm-hmm. and, uh, it's just you oh, know, I, I look around, see some of the trucks like some of this mag, some of the stuff that um, that. Um, What's his name? Um, oh, heavy haul, heavy haul assets. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. John, John, yeah. I mean, some, 
John, yeah, some of those some of those things. I mean, Yogi sent me a picture of a Western Star that's been done up by HHA. Man, what a fat-looking truck that is, you know? And Not only the uh, old ones that are getting done up at the moment, but there's a lot of new ones like Legend 900s and that, and, um, like, you know, talking about Grain Cream's K200, that are brand yeah. new trucks, but they're doing them back to the traditional style yeah. of what the old ones, so they're tipping their hat to the heritage of, and it's good to see that going on, you know? <laughs> well, I just got it. a text message. I just got a text message from a guy. Remember how I was telling you my uh, my trailer's made in Channel 7 News? Yeah. One of, one of my old two-up partners is just that he texted me, he said, I promised I never did anything that stupid while he was leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Have you just seen that, did you, Dougie? The, no, the no, no, I didn't know. The wrong side of the road? No. trailers on the wrong side of the road over near Kilgarden. Uh, made the news on Channel 7 and, and made the news everywhere. And uh, I actually uh, I actually sent um, the old owner, because Freeman's has changed hands. So uh, my mate uh, Darren doesn't own Freeman's anymore. He sold it to another guy. And uh, so I see my old trailers made the news and he sent me back in. Yeah, it didn't. It never would have happened while you were driving. No, it wouldn't have, mate, because I wasn't that bloody stupid. Mm. But, you know, really, really amazing. Um, the guy that owns that Aerodyne I was talking about, Trevor Smith, and it works every day, that truck. And it's absolutely uh, just a, a, a really fat-looking old truck. And it's got the old Aerodyne-style cab on it, you know? Mm. Yeah. It's not an older one. There's, there's, a, there's a bloke, I think, from Emerald that's got one that still works at every day with an 892 in it. His diesel fuel yeah, must yeah. be through the roof, but yep, still working. Yeah, yeah well, I, I said I said to Yogi, we were talking about trucks, you know, because we just talk about trucks all the time, and Yogi was saying something about a bloody top line that's running around over in West Australia, a Scania top line. And he reckons that's a pretty good thing, and I said, photos or it never happened. So he hasn't yeah. sent me a photo yet. But, um, yeah, anyway. Anyone that's got some photos of some really nice trucks, I'd love to see some. They're really, really, really good. Yeah. Send yeah. them in. So send them in. Let's put some... Let's see if we can organise a bit of a competition on the Facebook page or something. We well, shall do that, shouldn't we? The Fat Trucks of Facebook, we'll call it. <laughs> Plenty out there. That's your challenge for the coming week then, hey? Mike. Your challenge for What's the that? coming week. Mate, yeah, send me a photo of your fat truck. doesn't have to be a Kenworth. doesn't have to be a 9 even though I love the 9 Everyone knows I love a good 9 But I'll tell you what, I used to, I used to own a T600, and that had uh, oh, my, my mate, young mate, Josh, Josh Smith, who I gave a job to. He, uh, I gave him that truck to drive, and it was a fabulous because he, he fitted that truck up, and he had that thing looking a million dollars. A local company nice, around... Nice a local company around here um, just bought one of Cleveland Mac uh, Cleveland Freightline's old Mac Muncher T600s, and they're doing it up. Essie, S S heavy haulage here in Macaulay, yeah. Yeah, Mate, yeah, yeah. Mine yeah. sent me some photos of that. Oof, they're doing a beautiful job of restoring that truck. Yeah, yeah. There are a few. There are a few nice old old uh, Mac Munchers running around. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Oh, look, I can't wait. We got we've got so much going on with truck shows and. And, and all that sort of thing coming up in the next couple of months. Mm. And, you know, obviously getting back out to uh, Alice Springs for the reunion and everything out there, there's some really 
really big news going ahead for the reunion too. I don't want to talk about that just yet because it's not set in concrete. There's been no no decisions made, but a lot of people will be raising their eyebrows. It is going to happen. We just don't know the shape of it, and I want I want to make sure that I've got all the detail correct before I talk about it. But there are some people that have been long overdue for a recognition in our industry, and we're trying to make it happen. And uh, amen to that. It's a bit of a passion. It's a bit of a, a bit of a passion project for me. Um, and uh, Bob Bob McMillan's helping me out with it, just so that everyone knows if we get out there. Um, I'd say to, I'd say to you too, uh, Dougie, if you ever want to ever need to do something, make it like a trip to to a pil- just a pilgrimage. You go on a pilgrimage out to Alice Springs uh, to the reunion, and you and you see what's going on out there. Go to the dinner, have a bit of a look around, and be there for the induction, and meet a few legends of the industry that turn up out right. there every. It's one of the things on my bucket list. I've already been to Alice Springs, but I would love to go yeah. back there to to do the go the reunion and rub shoulders with some of them older gentlemen that paved the way for young blokes like me. And yeah, um, yeah, I've been to Alice Springs once, and um, tell you what, my missus nearly had to put me on a leash because I was racing around there, and she was, <laughs> she reckons her head was that full of information. By the time it left, it was going to explode at either end so yeah well the only disappointment for me was the grey ghost wasn't there at the time but got to see yeah. everything else in there yeah well I, I got to stand in the middle of the Ken- kenworth pavilion with just me and the floor was all open before they set up the uh the tables for the dinner that night and i was in there on my own i just looked, turned around walking around it was like communing with the gods it was <laughs> The trucking oh, it would have been. A, magic, a magic experience. And I've got to thank Bob for, for taking me out there. And I, t- I just thought I'd say, it's, it's like, a, it's like a, a pilgrimage. You've got, you've got to go and do it. Mm. Like going to a casino. It's like the end of the year footy trip. These are the things you have to do. These are the things that we work towards. I mean, why work? Why, we love what we do. Why don't you go and spend some time with other blokes that love what we do? Have a few beers. I mean, I heard some stories out at at, at, uh, at Alice Springs that from the old guys. I'll tell you what, they were big. Some of these fellas, they did some things that we only dream about. Ridiculous. Yep. Amen to that. Everyone wants to be outlaw truckers until it's time to do outlaw trucking stuff. What's <laughs> yep. Some of these fellas were. We're true outlaws. Incredible. It's just a shame it's Absolutely. got to the days now where, you know, 15 minutes out of driving hours and you're the biggest outlaw in the world. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, it's sad, but me. it's true. Don't start me, Dougie. Yeah. Don't start me. Uh, don't you, start. you can put, keep your soapbox underneath your thumb tonight. You'll be right. Well, we might break right, to a bit, of a bit of a chin, eh? Yep. Right I might leave you guys later and stop stealing your airtime. Well, You're right, Dougie. Call. Thanks, mate. Anytime. Anytime. Appreciate good, it, good guys. Back, Thanks, mate. eh? Righto. Thank Great. you. It's been Great good. You. See you. Mate. See ya. See ya. Well, a bit of Eagles, eh, Mike? Eagles? Why not? Eagles? We might be feeling this next week, eh? Yeah. Bit of heartache. Heartache tonight. Heartache tonight. Righto. If you want to say, take it to the limit. Somebody's gonna hurt someone Before the night is 
There we go, Mike. Bit of Eagles. Bit of Eagles. Yeah, I thought you were going to play take it to the limit, but you played that other one oh, instead, so that's well, all right. You're sort of taking us to the limit all the time, so. Yeah, I know. Mm. Good job. It's a good job we don't live next door to each other. I reckon we're going to be, uh, it's going to be fun when we're all in the same room next week for the show. That's going to be fun. Well, mm. we've got five days together, so I suppose we, we might work out that we can't stand <laughs> each other and going to choke each other to death. Four days, 12 hours, 18 minutes and 21 seconds to go, mate. Yeah. It's probably even less <laughs> than that till uh, next Wednesday night. It probably is a bit less. It's probably 24 hours less than that. So it's probably three days, 12 hours, 18 minutes and seven seconds. That's probably... That's probably and that's all that's left. <laughs> so, hey, hey, what are you doing with your pooches for a few days? My pooches? My pooches are going to be looked after my mate. Dan next door. Yeah. Um, we, he's gonna. They're gonna look after the pooches for us. Right. Um, I, I didn't think about you know bringing them up to your joint and locking them there with yours, but I thought no, that would be bad. So. Oh, geez, he'll be uh, out at some resort for a few days, I'd imagine. Really? Oh. No, no. So, so right. my neighbour Dan and his lovely wife Gina are gonna look after our pooches for us. Yeah. Because one of one of one of my pooches is the. Uh, the daughter of one of Dan's pooches. No, nah, right, eh? So, yeah, they'll, they'll get out They're all family, so they'll get out there and, and have a play. And and uh, we've got a bit of a gate, actually, between our two places, so the gate will probably be open. The dogs will go nuts. There'll be dirt and shit everywhere. It's going to be incredible. Yeah. We'll come back and, yeah. But every time my dogs go over to his dogs, they always find something to roll in. It's, <laughs> it's, all, it's good, so... We end up with these wild new scents and all that sort of stuff when they get together. And of course, kids come over to my joint and they roll all over everything, and yeah. everyone everyone loves it, you know. So it's always it's always wildly exciting, and you know, I'm sure that they'll be fine. Yeah. It's amazing that they can find you know a dead animal to roll in. Eh? Right. It, look, you're, you can be amazed to a dead bird or something like that. They can find doesn't matter. Yeah. Some, some bit of they can, what I find wildly amusing is that they come over, so their dogs come over and they'll run around and they'll all pee around all over the place, and then our dogs will go around and pee around all the same places. Yeah, and then they'll go next door and pee all over the place. Where does all the pee come from? I don't know. Well, they just, but yeah, I don't know. They, I've never seen so much pee come out of one dog in all my life. I think they just we hold talking it. about that. They just huh? hold it so they've got plenty to, to share about. Our bloke won't no. even go out. On the lawn in the morning, if it's too cold or too wet, is that right? Yeah, he'll, right? he'll stand on the concrete, right? And we on the grass from the concrete. Outstanding. Yeah, it's a good effort. He's um, yeah, a little bit too precious for that, but he'll be. <laughs> we got a we got a fetch pet resort, which is out, pet resort. out close to us. Yeah, so that's where he'll be heading for a few days while we're at the oh, right. show. Yeah. I think they've got, you know, air-conditioned rooms and blah, 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 you know. Bloody hell. Yeah, they look after him. Really? Yeah. So, he is fairly precious. He is fairly Well, they they become part of the family. We we have spent considerable amounts of money on dogs. Nowhere near as much as the uh, daughter and son-in-law have spent on their dog, though. They've got a $20,000 dog. Yeah, right, eh? Yeah, no, he decided he was going to come over to our joint for a visit. 
mm. and eat a eat a corn cob, which oh. which he ended up with a bowel obstruction, so he ended up having to get that fixed. So he ate the whole and cob. He just ate the damn cob. Yeah, right. And and yeah, and it got stuck, and obviously that's never good. Yeah. And by the, by the time it was found out what it was, and the operation to sort him out, it was the best part of twenty grand. They do some strange things, these animals, don't they? Like, oh, just oh. just before we were on air here, I was um, just making up a couple of leads and yeah. stripping the, the insulation off a bit of wire. Right. And Milo comes in and, and thinks that's a, a lovely snack. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You know, do they ever think that that's not going to come out real well? Who knows? I mean, I've had mine. Mine, the Labrador, has been known to eat rocks. Yeah, okay. So yeah. God knows how that that never sort of be a good idea. Why would Why would you think it's a good idea to eat rocks? Don't know. Don't know. No, I don't know. Hey, uh, last Wednesday we had Ken on from uh, Truck Friendly. Yep. And we wanted to just give that a bit of a plug before we left. We sort of got 15 minutes to go, so it's probably an opportune, opportune moment to try and do it. The uh, the truck-friendly uh, web page, um, www.truckfriendly.com.au, a wealth of information there about truck safety and caravan safety and sharing the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a caravan, I'd probably get on and have a listen. If you're a trucking get on and have a listen, you'll find out what the big green labels are all about. And uh, they're on, on Facebook and everything as well. And we did say that we would, you know, give them an ad package, which we are doing, and I'll probably, that's part of what we're doing tonight, just giving a bit of a plug, because we want people to hear about it, and it's uh, and it's an important thing. We say that we need people to get educated, and the truckies say the caravanners need education. Well, that's true. Truckies need a little bit of education too, and the truck-friendly web page and the truck-friendly Facebook page are probably a good place to go. And if you want to have a listen to the conversation that we had last week, listen to the live show from last Wednesday night, Wednesday night live. It's on the podcast feed, which you can download on iTunes or Spotify or whatever your favourite podcast is. Just yeah. search for On The Road Podcast. And you'll find it on the road, Aussie Trucking Podcast. Yep. And there's some great info there, regardless of whether you're towing a caravan or driving a truck. It's um, yeah, that's right. You know, and and we do all have to work towards this better education between both. Um, yeah. This us and them doesn't work. We all use the same road, so yeah. you know we all should be making an effort to to make that better. No point yelling yeah. and screaming at them, and there's no point them yelling and screaming at us doesn't make no. the situation any better. Um, we're yeah. all out there doing our own thing, so it's best we learn how to work together. Well, it is. Uh, you go to the Truck Friendly web page, that's truckfriendly.com.au, you have a look there, you can see there's bits on overtaking, travelling in convoys and lights and weight distribution, tyres, buying a caravan, communication, truck safety, caravan safety, it's all there. I would encourage everyone to go and have a look at it. And really, you can't go too far wrong, can you, Craig? No, not at all. And, you know, it, it may be a site that, you know, as as heavy vehicle drivers can help point 
uh, caravan is too as well. It's um, yeah. yeah, great, great place well, to be. There's a lot of interaction on the Facebook page between truckies and caravanners, and obviously there are truckies out there that tow caravans. I know I've certainly towed a, tra- a caravan a bit around the country. Yeah. And, uh, you know, caravanners that, that uh, have been towing caravans for a long time, and, you know, there's not a lot of places you can go and get good quality information, and this, this web page is the best one I've seen yeah. of all the ones that I've looked at. So... You know? And hats off to Ken. Like he's he's done a wonderful job to get it where he has. Oh mate, yeah. And it's all out of his own pocket too. That's no it. one's done That's too much. He's got a bit of a deal with um with um I can't think who he's got a deal. Is it Uniden? Is it Uniden? Uh Oracle. Oh, Oracle. Yeah. Um where you can get a discount on your uh, get a discount on your UHF yeah. if you Order online, I think it is. 15% order online. off. TF15 hey? is the code. What is it? TF15 is the code. TF15. Yeah, 15% off Oricom stuff. Right, eh? Well, there you go, Oricom. Yep. Even got an Oricom yeah. radio in the in the big jigger out here. Have you? Yeah. Yep. I don't know. So, there you go. Well, a little bit of little bit of support there from it, you know, mostly out of Ken's pocket, and uh, obviously a lot of the, as he said the other day. Anyway, have a listen to go back, have a listen to the live show from last Wednesday, and I suppose the other one we want to give a bit of a plug to as well as Greg Casey, who we talked to the week before. Yeah, uh, the ex uh, ex highway patrol officer is now doing the PhD, mm. and uh, you know, having a bit of a look at. At fatigue and fatigue management and fatigue management enforcement in a study that he's doing there. You can uh, get on and have a listen to that show. That was a Wednesday live show as well from a couple of weeks ago. And Greg's contact details are there in the show notes on that one. Yeah. So if you're a truckie or you're someone who's got interest in fatigue or fatigue management, uh, a fleet uh, controller or an operations manager or something like that, you're listening and you want to contribute. Uh, Greg would want to talk to you, so it's uh, you know everyone's everyone gets de-identified. He's he's got the whole research project going on for his PhD, and hopefully something you know something good will come out of that. Yeah, well, his intent is to you know help point the authorities in the right direction or the lawmakers, yeah. we should say. Well, he did spend a lot of time scraping people up off the road and writing infringement notices, and he's decided that. I think that the best way to do it is to get some real answers yeah. and find out, you know, find out what's really going on. I mean, it is the pragmatic way to deal with it. Yeah. And he's going to write his thesis for his PhD on it, yeah. and I'm sure that that won't that won't collect too much dust. And I know that we'll be keeping track of what happens there as he goes along. So that's great. Well, if it's a tool uh, for us to help, you know, lobby for uh, some. Uh, better regulations, that would be great. Yeah. yeah. I know I'll certainly be writing about it when the time comes, and I'm hoping I'll have, my, we'll have somewhere to publish it, but you never know, do you? Yeah, I'm sure you'll find so, somewhere. I'm sure we'll find somewhere. Now, yeah. Brisbane Truck Show. Yeah. Four days, 12 hours, 7 minutes, and 16 seconds. We're counting down. I'm not excited about it at all. No. No. Oh, no I'd, no, I'd no, imagine no. that you're. Um, more excited about your stay on the northern rivers here. 
I am excited about coming up up there and staying on the northern rivers and uh, seeing if you can actually prepare the perfectly perfectly boiled or poached egg. Well, actually, we wanted to try that for breakfast on the on the Wednesday yeah, morning. This perfectly poached egg. The perfectly poached egg. Do you reckon we should have a crack at it? Yeah, maybe film it. Maybe film it. Yeah, we can put that on the yeah. on the Facebook page. On a, on a, a perfectly poached egg. Yeah. Right, yeah. Eh? We'll see how we do. It'll be yeah, interesting. Right. Don't what about the perfectly perfect bit of bacon as well to go with it. The perfect bit of bacon. That's more important, I reckon. Yeah. Street, you know, you know the only thing you put with bacon. Bacon. More bacon. Yeah. Exactly right. It is. It's a mm. wonderful animal, that pig, isn't it? Like, it is. You know what? Well, other, yeah. What other animal provides such um, bacon? Like, is that a bacon? <laughs> bacon. I um, went. Rose and I went to the town today and I managed to buy myself a new iPhone 5000, as I said earlier. Mm-hmm. And I'm really quite happy with that. I'm hoping the sound quality is improved. Are you and on I it now? A, I am on it now. I, 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 I've been on it all, all evening. Yeah. And I haven't, had a, I haven't had a text message to say I'm too quiet today. So I'm hoping that it means either one or two things that it means either my mate Ian's not listening mm. or the sound is right now. So I'm hoping it's the latter. Or I've just turned you up a bit more. Maybe you have turned me up a bit more. That might have been part of it. Yeah. Um, Rose and I went out. We had we had uh, had a late late breakfast at uh, at at the shopping centre at um, Macarthur, Mm. and uh, we had bacon and eggs. I had a big breakfast, and the bacon, superb bacon. Uh, yeah, bacon and a couple of poached eggs, a couple of chipoladas and a bit of stuff there, a bit of sourdough. They did put some smashed avo on there, which I wasn't too excited about. Mm. The rest of it was all right. It was good. I enjoyed it. Didn't like yeah. the smashed avo. I'm not into the smashed avo. We don't have to... Everyone loves smashed avo. Avo is all right, I suppose, but not for breakfast. I mean, Jesus. So what's the difference really? between just avocado, put on a bit of toast and smashed avo? Well, it's just that's what happens when you put it on the toast. Right. So it's it's just extreme they put it, sort of they, um, they description, mix. isn't it? Eh? It's an extreme description. It is an extreme. It is an extreme description. Instead of just, eh? just spreading the avo on the toast, we're going to smash it yeah. on there. Well, they, they, I don't know whether they chuck it through a blender or what they do, to, but it's just a green mess. Mm. And then they put rabbit food on there as well. Who puts rabbit food on breakfast? I've actually seen that, and it, it, yeah, it's appalling. Oh, Lettuce on a, on a bacon and egg sandwich. Yeah. yeah, and 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 there was mushrooms, and there was a bit of fried tomato there as well, which was all right. I quite enjoyed that. Mm. My, my my cardiologist would have had a had a bloody fit if he'd have seen it. Yeah, not a big fan of the cooked mm. tomato. No, yeah. no, this cooking fruit stuff's just not not on. Yeah, well, we'll have to we'll have to have chats about that. So next Wednesday, live from Brisbane, prior to the truck show, huge announcement. Tune in. Yeah. Um, we probably won't be doing a Saturday night live next week, will we? Oh, I don't. Well, we may do a short segment. Oh, I don't know. But we may be. We've got all celebrating too much on the Saturday night to. Uh, 
to do well, that. Well, I, I, I believe we're supposed to be beer gardening on Saturday night, aren't we? We are, yes. Yep. So I, I expect that um, the boys from New Zealand Trucking Magazine, I've invited them to come and join us to beer garden for a while. And the last time I went beer garden with them, it became <laughs> fairly epic. A bit messy. Um, it, was a bit, it was a bit untidy. Mm. Uh, there, there are a few loose units that work for that particular publication. Right. And I, th- I think all of them are coming over for the truck show. So um, mm. it, it could get untidy Saturday right. night. Maybe Good we... job we've got the motel room booked for Sunday and Monday. I think. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe, um, maybe we can just do a few interviews and, and put them up on, on the um, Saturday night. All right. Well, we'll see how we do. There is a bit happening. Yeah. I've got a bit of a text. Let's see. Smash Abbey, pulled pork, both should be banned. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. Yep, that's right. It's just pork and abo, yeah. isn't it, really? Certainly don't put well, it together. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, there you go. Right, eh? Mate, it's uh, just coming up to the end of it, I suppose. We'll try and do some stuff the next Saturday night. Don't bank on us doing a live show next Saturday night because I tell you what, there's going to be a little bit going on. We'll be in the aftermath of the truck show and everything. Um, and uh, I'm going to be putting together a podcast for next Friday. And obviously we've got the live show Wednesday night. Yeah. Tune in. Well, Call in. Yeah, yeah. Good, good night to all our listeners and thanks for our callers tonight. Yeah. It's been great. Thanks to Senator Still for joining us for a little while. He's got a, he's a stand-up guy. I love Glenn. He yeah. really is. And yeah. Um, yeah, thanks to everyone. Sorry we didn't get to you, Bob. Yeah, um, next week. Well, Maybe Wednesday. <laughs> Maybe Wednesday. And so I'm just thinking R-rated Saturday Night Live would be fun. R-rated? I'm not sure we're R-rated. I'm not sure we'd be allowed to keep broadcasting. Yeah, we might, we might be able to do a podcast like that. But certainly oh, I'll tell you what. No, I couldn't set up a microphone. I couldn't set up a microphone in that room on Saturday night. It'd be a bit unfair. <laughs> but like I said, there's some, there's some, there's, there'll be some loose units there on Saturday night. I'm fairly sure. Mm. So, we, yeah. no, no, no what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That's what they that's say. Vegas. That's what they say yeah. until the cameras that's come pretty, out. That's pretty Vegas. <laughs> right, Righto, mate. 12 hours and no seconds. No right. minutes, no seconds. See right. you there, mate. Righto. Good night, everyone. Good night.